0: Hey guys, this is not your episode of Cult of Lore. I'm Ben. I'm Eric. And I'm Jerry. And today we're going to interrupt your show very briefly with a special announcement. We have a way of us making money. Woo! <laughs> not a lot of money, but it does take quite a lot of effort for us to do this. A lot of time. More specifically time than effort, but a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of tears. A lot and sweat. And tears, sweat, sleepless Fu- nights. We keep future Eric in a slave tent.
1: <laughs> that is terrible.
0: Not <laughs> even a building, a tent.
1: <laughs> so, how can you support the show? You will find a link in the description and or show notes. And that is where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month to support the
0: show. If you want to know what that'll go to for Call of Lore directly, that's going to go into us. more uh, sound stuff for us to be able to work on the quotes in particular that's a direction that that we want to go into heavily but also it'll also go towards helping with animation our equipment we need new mics mic stands oh yeah headphones we have one laptop that much like future eric is just a slave to our whims and the machine god really hates that (laughs) all of that will go towards
1: this you'll also help by supporting us uh we'll be able to do more with the show more fancy stuff so click the uh support the show link subscribe join the community
2: we appreciate you and please leave comments and reviews five, and five stars,
0: all five stars at yeah. all, all the podcasts, all the different places but with that. We'll wrap it up. Thanks for the support guys.
1: Please enjoy the show. Appreciate you.
0: Hello to all you out there in podcast land from the home base at YouTube, the site where we have a perpetual, not a, uh, Oh, we can't even say it. It's not going on YouTube. I can say it. They've yeah. got a gun to our head. <laughs> they do. that. Never mind. We're here to announce something kind of special. Yeah. yeah. It's the f- first time that something like this is going up on the Cult of Lore feed? On the
1: Cult of Lore feed, we have done... Uh, we we did the, something for Halloween. Beetlejuice. Uh, uh, Beetlejuice okay. was on. So
0: yeah. it's not unprecedented, but nevertheless, it bears some announcing. We are part of Cult Talk Net, which you all know. And every year we try to cover the holidays with a special movie.
1: Yeah. So we all get together, do a review. This is a movie that um, is actually very special to us, particularly Ben. He, he's the one who brought this to the cult. and Absolutely. And, and damn, damn well insisted we do it. Damn it. I, he's I, the uh, hero I, we all need. I put,
0: I put my foot down on this <laughs> one. I was like, we're doing Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, what about planes, trains, and automobiles? What about it? Are you fucking with me? Like
1: one of those rare good Thanksgiving movies.
0: Yeah. So we actually did two uh, Thanksgiving movies. Yes. One of them. I'm not putting on here. (laughs) We're not putting on here.
1: Me and Eric both agreed. It's not happening. It's not. You're getting this instead.
0: It's Thanksgiving three.
1: Yep. You can find that on on YouTube. uh, Just go on our YouTube and find it. If you're curious about it, it is a journey. I will say. It's that. got
0: it's got our fellow Call of Lore member, Jerry. He he it's a, his yeah. first cult talk net appearance. Yeah, so outside go out, of Cult of Lore. Outside so, of Cult yeah. of Lore. So so go and show him some love. Show him that he's appreciated in the the uh, larger audience outside yeah. of Cult of Lore.
1: Yeah. But, but we just
0: wanted to bring to you. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah.
1: So just in the meantime, we want you to enjoy our review of this movie. It's a great movie. Good for good for this kind of holiday. Uh, John Candy is John amazing. Can- in John this. Candy
0: is, and I'm just repeating myself, just a, a little preview of what you'll hear for, at least from me on the on the review of the movie. He's a man that, and this is not a pun, I would never, never in my life, not this man, not ever, but he Punches way above his weight when it comes to acting. Absolutely. The guy takes comedic roles like Uncle Buck, like you see here in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and he just finds little moments to really insert phenomenal acting. Yeah. And Steve Martin, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, it's Steve Martin doing what Steve Martin does best. (laughs) Uh, I think I even said in the review that I believe this is them both at the height of their abilities.
1: Absolutely. I
0: think this is probably the best movie that either of them did yeah. Which is awesome that it's together.
1: Yeah, this is a very important. Uh, very good good movie. It meant a lot to us like grown up and stuff like it, that. Th-
0: this this is a movie that, that the whole family can enjoy. There is one sixty second tirade of F of the word fuck. I almost said the F word because yeah. I'm talking in a family sense. But <laughs> Steve Martin does go on a little bit of a fuck fest.
1: Right but it's a minute you can skip it you see it coming yeah
0: it's when he's walking it's right when he's walking up to reclaim his voucher for the rent a car that wasn't there you'll know it when it's getting ready to happen you can fast forward right through it and then beyond that this is a great movie for everybody including the kids
1: yeah hopefully
0: I, i myself i maintain that your kids can handle the f word if you want to use it as an opportunity to explain to them in the scene steve martin's not a good guy
1: Right. Yeah. Pretty nasty person. Nasty yeah. behavior. Yeah, Clearly sh- so. Yeah. Right. It's framed so, that way. So, so
0: it's framed that way. Yeah. So use it as an example. Be like, you know what? This is not how you approach people. This is not the language you yeah.
1: use there. You, you weren't expecting uh, some holiday advice from. Uh, Never on take to- my
0: advice on your children. <laughs> are you fucking mad? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> oh, folks. So uh, we hope you enjoy this movie review. We're going to be coming back back to you again with a, another holiday episode actually but it will be back to the Warhammer theme and
0: it will be your standard Cold of lore episode
1: yeah so please enjoy and we'll see you guys on the next one we're very thankful for you be uh, safe
0: on your rides if you're traveling right now which a lot of people are please be safe yeah. enjoy your family try not to fight with them you can fight with them every other well you can't fight with them on Christmas either but <sighs> take the times where they're supposed to be peace and try to try to take advantage of that no matter how repugnant they may be
1: (laughs) so happy uh thanksgiving everyone and from uh, us to you guys yeah
3: you're listening to a cult talk network podcast welcome everyone to Mm -hmm. cult talk net's thanksgiving feast (laughs) And we are on the, the main course of this, uh, three course meal we've laid out for you this, this holiday season. We are bringing you 1987's planes, trains, and automobiles.
0: Yes, thank Woo. God. <laughs> yeah, we
4: just came off the cheese ball or door d'oeuvres. I believe that is so
3: Thanksgiving three.
4: I'd say it's a cheese ball. Right? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure thanks you have a cheese ball.
3: I'm sure yeah. you have plenty of room left <laughs> uh, for that for that little snack. We we, we started things off <laughs> with
5: just last a little night. Snack, uh, snack. Snack uh, of greatness. Thanksgiving was that thing that Great Aunt Bessie bought that she's not sure if she put her dried candy in there because she has Alzheimer's. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I fell asleep. Sorry. That was a long sentence. <laughs> uh,
3: before, before we get going, uh, I'm Ty. Bailey. Ben. Je- <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Deantra.
5: And Bailey, the real
4: one. No, I'm Michael. Oh, I'm- Michael. I said your name. You say mine. And we no, long-
0: this opening has just gone <laughs> to <laughs> and, and who's last? Eric's in the background. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we've decided to bring you this uh, Thanksgiving Day special. Here from Cult Talk Net. This is available on all Cult of Campbell Cult Talk Net feeds, Cult of Campbell, Cult Talk Conspiracy, and Cult of Lore, as well as uh, YouTube.com/slash/CultTalkNet. And uh, this is our big celebration of Thanksgiving. And what better movie to do than one of the rare Thanksgiving comedies? Due date. due date. Oh, that's
4: always due date.
3: I was watching this. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, man, the due date basically is kind of like a modern interpretation of it. Yeah,
0: the, rip the, off the is, the is the word, word you're looking
3: for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, that movie have a Robert dead wife it's
4: a dead dad you know it's a whole yep. Yep.
3: rip off yep
6: uh, dude you just ruined the ending
4: it
3: Robert Downey Jr. For, and, uh,
4: if they, uh, they uh, haven't oh, for anyone okay. that hasn't seen plane trains and automobiles I don't know the, why they look up our review first <laughs>
3: it came out 1987
4: yeah I mean they've so, had plenty well. of time for spoilers
6: I still had plenty of time but I haven't seen it so yeah. me
4: neither but yeah. I, I you, could you figure you out saw. what was going on by watching sure. it <laughs> yeah
3: so this of course is one of the John Hughes movies John Hughes, big filmmaker in the 80s and 90s, brought a lot of classics. I don't think anything he's made isn't considered a classic. I mean, I, I mean, you're gonna be hard pressed to find one
0: that's, and that's I
3: think so.
4: And I would argue arguing of his stuff is like clever, I guess. It's just it, like I just I mean it's very straightforward. Like his wife is dead. You know, just his writing is just like real humans. I don't know. It's, it's real yeah. human and it's, it's really,
3: like really comforting. Like you can watch yeah. some of these yeah. movies and it's like Comforting to watch. They're like, yes. I don't know. Somebody's movies just warm. I wouldn't
4: say he shot for like clever though. He wouldn't try to be like a clever writer. He's like, yeah, this is a good story he's, he's, of people. He's not Kubrick.
0: No, he's just John. Well, I don't know. I would. I would argue that there's a certain amount of cleverness in that his movies could be considered preachy because they all have kind of moral lessons to them, and they really are trying. He really is trying to teach us. Most of his characters a lesson through his stories, but he doesn't beat you over the head with it. Right, so I would right. say that that takes, a, that definitely takes an aspect
3: of cleverness for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was, it's a good flick. I mean, in all and, honesty, it really does capture like, the chaos of holiday travel because I hate traveling on holidays.
4: Oh yeah, oh, uh, listen, yeah. I've never, I've had some shit travel days, but nothing like that. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> right? Yeah, We've, everything goes wrong.
5: <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, traveling across country is especially bad, especially when you're moving over a holiday like Christmas. That's a that's a story we'll get into later. But I love John Hughes. There is no wrong that John Hughes could do. That is my man. He is a cinematic god, and I agree. It's just comfort. It's just yeah,
3: they're very, very good movies. They're all like just wholesome movies man
1: and he's really yeah. good at examining real people in situations mm-hmm. and then kind of bumping up you
3: yeah know, and the way he kind like of peppers in too. like the the christ allegory is very subtle <laughs> shut up but it does <laughs> but eric luckily has <laughs> has found it and
0: <laughs> i mean just listen to this list national lampoons vacation mr mom 16 candles weird science breakfast club ferris bueller's day off Pretty in Pink, some kind of wonderful planes, trains, and automobiles. She's having a baby. Uncle Buck, Home Alone, Beethoven, Dennis the Menace, Baby's Day Out, like
3: Jesus. Baby's Day Out, man. I mean, I've seen that movie. And I love oh, that man. movie. I've movie. fucking hilarious. Hilarious. The Boo Book, man. I knew it. the Boo yeah. Book. Yeah. I knew
4: that was the same Did you house. Get Beethoven I knew that was the same oh. house.
3: Home Alone. Yeah. yeah. As, as soon as home I it, I was like, man, that's the same yeah, house. I knew it. Home Alone house. They used just the, missing the statues in front.
1: Yeah. They used footage from Airplane! Exclamation mark for one of their shots of the airplane they oh nice like yeah they recycled that
0: anyway we'll run through some of the stuff it was released in on november 25th 1987 it's written directed and produced by john hughes himself starring steve martin and john candy um i'm gonna give a shout out to ira newborn whose music because i actually really like the dramatic oh, score yeah, on that. this i love
3: that that theme song for this yeah. movie. Runtime
0: is a nice brisk 92 minutes so you're not in there real real long yep. budget was 15 million in the Anybody want to guess the box office? I haven't looked at it earlier. I yeah. can't.
4: Yeah. yeah. I everybody looked it up. If so if you haven't looked, go ahead and give it a guess. Well, uh, Jerry, Deidre, do you have a guess for the box office? What was the budget again?
2: 15 million. 15 so million.
4: how much did it make?
6: 32.
2: 31.
0: Okay, this is
6: not the
0: price <laughs> personally. Forty nine point five million. Oh, ha, a Quite a uh, what you get. <laughs> Damn it. So it, it definitely was a hit. But I mean, at about this point, a movie's coming out with Steve Martin, and
3: John Candy in it, like Oh yeah. yeah. Man, it was a good ladies had such good movies just in general. Especially with like the the crop of actors they had back then with the Aykroyds, the Murrays, the uh, oh, yeah. Martins, the Candies, all those. Man, well, I
5: mean, and they actually a, had to they actually had to work. For you know what they had now. Like everything they had was I'm gonna go ahead and say 99.9 because I'm unsure, but a practical. Like all the effects. Like, I mean, we didn't see effects here, but like I don't know. I love 80s movies like a lot. We've been we've been kind of on an 80s movie binge here lately, and I keep looking back at it and I'm like, I love it so much. But you're not gonna find I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm not gonna say a single bad thing about this movie because it's by John Hughes and (laughs) I've already stated how I feel about him.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> who's, who's you're right. Probably, everything was practical in this. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I guess what?
4: Well, who's the modern day equivalent of John Hughes? There isn't. I uh, had to do what's generations that they would feel. Uh, like, they just re- don't make writing, like they used to. Who's just writing all the hits right now?
3: There isn't one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's, there's definitely people that write hits, but I don't think they're not like with that memorable. frequency. Yeah, no, like, you no. like the Russo you know, brothers, no, I but I don't think their stuff really holds up.
1: No, writing's really suffering yeah. lately in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: Guillermo de, Guillermo Guillermo,
3: de, Guillermo oh, del, Toro. Oh, del Toro. He's, he's pretty del consistent. Toro, okay. He's pretty consistent. As he's far consistent, as but
5: go. I don't know if he's on John Hughes level. But as far as like for our time, I think he would him and then definitely the Russo brothers I think they would be kind of up there but I don't think they're at John Hughes level John Hughes
4: wrote, like, well, he wrote three movies over the weekend and he was like Home Alone and Breakfast Club or I don't mm-hmm. know there's some yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh, writing movies in a weekend that man
3: <laughs> yeah and a lot, a lot of Hughes movies I know I, I watched an interview with him where they take they do take place in like a similar universe like a, a shared universe yeah, like he, he does. does he does acknowledge that that they are kind of all meant to take place in this same well yeah that's, you know, and that's him you know, I was
4: looking at here he just like write what you know so it makes sense that it's all in the same universe because he lived by that as a writer, it's like, don't make up anything, just write what you know. Yeah, so, everything he wrote is something he was close to in some way.
3: But, uh, you know, this right here, one of the few Thanksgiving movies, uh, outside of the Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah.
7: But, uh, <laughs>
3: we have we definitely have to cover this, so I think we should talk about it here in our next segment. Um, uh, I don't know how to transition here. What, what's a good way to transition?
4: Ben this was your pick. Go,
3: I like it. So, who here has seen plane, trains, automobiles prior? Or what is your, what is your first memory if you have seen it? So
1: let's start with uh, Eric. My first memory—I was probably a kid. I like have you know bits and pieces of uh, childhood memories of this movie. You know, like the the car burning and then like just the just I just remember being really annoyed as a kid with John Candy's uh, character (laughs) I know I was 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 relating to Steve Martin like oh he's so annoying oh my gosh but then you love him by the end of the movie even as an audience member like that with that frame of mind so I was I was very young when I saw this for the first time
4: I thought I might have watched parts of it before but I don't think I've ever just Ever watched None of it? it? Yeah, I don't think I ever seen any just did, commercials or snippets or something. Were you but, maybe
3: mixing up with Tommy Boy? No. No, oh
4: I've my watched gosh. Tommy Boy plenty, did not know not mix it up <laughs> with that. <laughs> I, I, I
3: I feel like I've I haven't seen this in a while and I feel like some of the stuff I was remember from this was from Tommy Boy. No, I've watched. I, I
4: watched Tommy Boy to death. I wouldn't confuse the two oh, at all. <laughs> Deidre.
6: Oh. Uh, I've never seen the film. I'm not heavily involved in 80s movies, but mostly because I don't really like a lot of the actors at that time, I think a lot of movies in that genre are hit or miss and they don't translate well to modern generations. Like... Just a bunch
4: of sexist pigs if you ask me. No, not
6: necessarily. (laughs)
4: Like,
6: The Breakfast Club. Glorious. Yeah. But try St. Elmo's Fire. There's a lot of characters that aren't highly relatable. There's a lot of yeah, I think M- movies like yeah. transition differently. Yeah, I'm, was, I'm very big on the 90s and I'm not a huge fan of Steve Martin's work, but I think John Candy was an incredibly relatable, sweet, endearing, if somewhat. Mm, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, he's He's like a character of a person rather than a like whole Oaky ass. Shoe. Yeah, he's like he's not a whole human being. He's simple. He's innocent. He's endearing. He's very likable. I found it very sweet. So I think. Out of all the Steve Martin movies which I've watched, probably this one is definitely my favorite. Steve Martin, Ooh. for
4: some I, I respect him like he is a hit star, but he was always hit or miss for me. Like, I don't, I couldn't watch any Steve Martin film. I don't know. I, I'm he's that way with Chevy Chase.
0: Slastic. Yeah, oh. Chevy Chase
4: is like that yeah. too with me.
0: If he's not playing Griswold, like, I'm pretty much out. No, <laughs> I,
3: I, I liked him and, uh, I guess he's hell to work with, though, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, he's a well Isn't noted. Steve
4: Martin known to be kind of hard to work with? Not as bad as Chevy, but
3: no, like, no, not on Chevy. Cause I, I watched a whole, like, uh, podcast that what's the guy the creator of Rick and Morty? Oh Hi, uh, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon yeah, did a yeah. whole Is podcast doing- on cause he did a community. Yeah. A TV show with uh Joel McHale and how he was a he did, like him and Joel McHale did a whole too. podcast oh, yeah. to talk about how, how they, they, they basically were openly burning the bridge because they had no intention to ever work with them. And we're just kind of like, you know, talking about all the hell they put that he put them through. It was <laughs> pretty, oh, yeah. pretty crazy. yeah Just fuck
2: off, it
1: Chevy. Was, mm-hmm. It was a pretty big mess. Yeah, oh, it got fun. you could see it in the story how hateful it got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah,
2: they started treating his character kind of bad. So when did you watch oh, yeah. this, Jerry? uh I have a vague memory of a long time ago when I was younger and
4: just before the beard.
2: Yeah, definitely before the beard. Oh, okay. Like I was sitting mm-hmm. on a floor, I think. Oof! And I remember seeing Steve Martin's just white hair and being like, "Why does he have white hair?" And he's always had. And- to,
4: he's had to always just had it, right? Yeah, yeah he's absolutely. had white hair for
0: pretty much the ma- majority of his life. Yeah. yeah, at
4: least a career, anyway. I mean, yeah. yeah. Why is yeah. he so
0: mean to that guy? <laughs>
4: <laughs> but that's you yeah, know that was a while ago. Yeah, floor sitting, Jerry Ben.
0: Were you floor sitting also? Uh yeah, definitely. This was an early on one. I've always. Been a John Candy fan. Most of his movies, you know, the ones that people know, like Great Outdoors, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Uncle Buck. I also like Delirium and some of the other ones that's slightly less known. But I've always been a John Candy fan. So this was, in my opinion, this is probably his best movie. Uncle Buck is Uncle probably Buck's a close. It's probably <laughs> yeah. a close one. But I, I think this one slightly takes it. And I'll really quickly tell you why I think that is because I, I read a couple of stories where people met John Candy just like sitting at a bar, right? Right. And it, every story that I've read about where people just happened to meet him, it wasn't like some set up thing. He, they described him as being very sad. Right. And one story, and I don't know how true this is, you never know how true right. these stories are, but just how he thought, he apparently in this conversation with this person kind of talked about how the only reason why he thought people thought he was funny was because he was fat. And so he was really kind of depressed about it. And I feel like that's probably true. Most comedians are sad people, right? Right. And in that delivery line that you get at the beginning, there where he's like, "You want to hurt me? That's fine." I think you get maybe one of the only times in his movie career where you get to see a little bit of that.
4: I don't think any of their yeah. any of his movies did they really play on the fact that he is fat though. I don't think there ever really was. No, I one. mean,
0: they never really, not like
4: a John, like not like a Chris Farley. Yeah, level, I don't think like he ever no, cast
3: no, like Chris Farley. No. Was
0: and one of the things that helped out was that John Candy was pretty tall. You so, could make references to him being like a big guy. But when he's standing next to his co-stars and he's like a foot taller than them, right? Yeah. It translates a little different.
1: Yeah, even even the the like hotel situation, the bed sharing was just more about like you're sharing a space, that intimate space yeah, with did. a stranger, a stranger. And not yeah. not really to do much oh. with his.
4: Yeah, even uh, on the plane, they could easily stabbed at it, but right. like, no, nah, they never really. St- I can't think of any role that he's had where they really stabbed at his weight in any way. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: but you know, comedians always kind of have well, that, yeah. that. I can understand voice. him
4: thinking that though, for sure, yeah,
0: definitely. So I just think that gives it the edge. We get to see a side of him that I don't think you see in other movies. Yeah. Even if just for a moment.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Because Uncle Bug, I think he has the same caliber of acting in that for the the dramatic scenes. He's even. incredibly
0: consistent. But yeah, that's probably like a real moment. Get to see. How if, like. It feels like it to me. Yeah. Bailey.
5: I think my first time watching this, it was Ben and I's first Thanksgiving together. And we sat down and watched it. And I didn't even know who John Candy was at that point.
4: Was you floor-sitting also?
5: <laughs> no, maybe
4: at it's one a point during the night. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is just good to watch sitting on the floor. I It makes you I appreciate it more. <laughs> when you're digesting
5: all those Thanksgiving goodies and everything and you're eating that piece of pumpkin pie, maybe you're, you're drinking a, a sparkling Welchers grape juice like mm-hmm. I would have been. You mean
4: you don't want a pumpkin cake?
5: Pumpkin cake can <laughs> be a thing. Yeah, that's a thing, a but you'd rather cake. a pie, wouldn't you? Uh, oh. I want to try the cake now. because <laughs> oh, okay.
0: pie is vastly superior to cake.
1: Yes,
3: Tyler. <laughs> so we I, can't give Bailey a cake. I was definitely a kid when I watched this. <laughs> definitely a kid, because I used to have like a lot of stuff on VHS. So I'm pretty sure this is one of those movies. Either I watched on VHS or saw on like TV, like saw like on TBS or something like that. But I know I definitely watched it very young.
4: A weird thing I kept. Did we talk about you watching this, Eric? Yeah, we talked about you. A weird thing while searching things about this movie is like it kept people kept like searching how many f words are in this
0: movie. Oh, there is that one. Well, there's that one scene where he just goes ham on it. Yep.
4: Yeah, because I was just like looking up things for the film. I was just like, why does people care so much about how many f words are in this movie?
0: They don't drop it at all until that one moment when it's like every other word.
1: And I think I found a number on it. It was like nineteen, 19, 19 in, yeah. in sixty seconds. I, I think because
3: at that point it could almost be kind of like a family movie. At that point, maybe I mean it was rated R. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I, mean, I mean, but even, even, even just for then, I, that one yeah. scene, yeah. Even then, I think that. up to the, up to that point, it did feel like kind of like a wholesome family movie, a quirky know, road movie. But then all of a sudden, there's that one scene where he just drops. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you know, just cut that like scene out,
0: It's still no, it still is a. Like, you're not meant to sympathize with him in that moment. He's meant to be an asshole. It's okay to teach your kids, like, hey, when somebody's being a prick, this is the stuff they say. Mm -hmm.
6: Maybe that's why that scene was included, just to, like, emphasize that this man is definitely the asshole in the film. There is no getting around it. He just walks in and lays into a woman who has nothing to do with the situation. Although
0: I have to say, her talk on the phone, I would have spazzed out, too. (laughs) I'm not saying that I would have been right about it but I would have.
6: Okay, but she had like 30 seconds on the phone before she put that down.
0: That is 30 seconds longer. You are at work, madam. Put your damn... But you're sitting at the desk. You can tell you're a
6: millennial. <laughs> oh, no,
5: no, 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 no. Do not take personal phone calls in my office. Mm-hmm. You better be stepping outside for that. You I'll can tell you're out. a professional. <laughs> my problem is, is I've never... Is
0: money. I've never been at a job where that's been okay. No. Nice. I'd have got my ass ripped. But yeah, I'm sure
4: kind of for television, though, is easy because literally if you just cut that scene out, he BG. just goes they, from just like yeah. I don't think you lose anything in the film oh, other no. than just emphasizing he
1: is the asshole. Well, and that he's fraying, he's getting more and more. Yeah, like, it, it is know, like a breakdown moment. Is stress you, levels. You know yeah. what
0: the you know what the problem with cutting that scene is though for the movie? When you cut that scene, you cut the fact that she fucks up their credit cards, and oh, so yeah. later when you watch it in on TV, uh, and that scene's gone. It really does make it
3: look like Dale that, that stole a, his credit card. That was, no, the uh, credit Oh no, that cards wasn't her. That, that was that was know. the motel. Yeah, the, yeah. the, hotel. Yeah, the one, only, only you, like I am pretty sure in T V they just cut it with uh he walks up there, she like they stare and she says, Can I help you? And I'm pretty sure it just cuts to him walking, you yeah. know, uh frustrated through the um to the airport after that. Yeah. I think it's just kind of like an implication that right. things that go his way.
5: Hmm. Just a tidbit. That's the same lady. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the modern. Well, I guess it's not modern day anymore. Like 2005-ish um, Mickey Mouse Christmas trilogy. She will play like the voices over top of like Santa's, um, like the intercom voice over Santa's the workshop. The 3D
3: Mickey?
7: Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it. See, I, I know I know her as a uh, secretary from Ferris,
0: Ferris Bueller. Bueller well. Yep. yeah. <laughs> They all think he's a righteous dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's a
7: righteous
4: dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of Minnesota, not Minnesota, South Dakota. I've heard of her. That's a Minnesota. That's Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, she definitely, definitely sounds like Minnesota. a Wisconsin, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um. So, true, me being here, we get facts of the film. Are we ready for facts of the film? Drop them yeah. and drop them, yeah. And we've already been dropping spoilers, so
7: spoilers. Yeah. yeah.
4: Um. The film was
3: inspired by a true story. Oof. Oh wow! That sucks.
4: Yeah, yeah, there's whole paragraph well, about it. Inspired by true story,
3: me <laughs> anything. Someone flew on a plane once. Inspired, by true story. <laughs> inspired. <laughs> that's, that's, John Hughes yeah. inspired by this trip on a plane. <laughs> yeah, he flew on a plane once on Thanksgiving. He got delayed. Uh, <laughs> and
0: an annoying person. Yeah, that. And with your philosophy being right, what you know, it
3: probably was a shitty plane right? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah.
4: He's like, you know what would make this shittier? As if I was just
3: stuck with this person. All <laughs> I, 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 hate, I hate flying in general. I think uh, I know it's it's like a it's a very quick way. You know, obviously, I, I, I you know it's part of my job, but like I just think flying is just the oh goddamn
4: it! It was him just having a shit flight too. Yeah, so <laughs> what, <laughs> I just well, finished yeah. reading the parody. Well, inspired by he was a true flying story. from that's Denver I mean. to Chicago. Did he have
3: <laughs> a, yeah. a, a
1: talking of annoying? Uh,
3: that's yeah, just a misadventure yeah. and shit. Yeah, that's, that's just, what. There's a difference between so, inspired by a true story and based yeah. on a true story. Yeah, but, but
1: here's what I like about that is that it was he looked this probably annoying person that he encountered on his trip and like found the humanity in the guy. Spun yeah. spun them into a so guy. I, I like that. He made him.
3: himself yeah. the asshole. I, I, yeah. I imagine it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like one of those things where you're thinking like, man, I'm really annoyed by this person. Like, but what is making them think this is the correct... This is, you know, okay right. behavior. You know,
1: right. one has got a different way. Or,
0: or what if he yeah. was... What if he was the annoying guy and he had somebody snap on him? <laughs> oh, and he said, like, oh, put himself
1: be... in those shoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Um, Better Call Saul's Michael McKean makes a brief appearance.
1: Who the fuck
3: is that? I
4: don't hmm. know. I never Mike? watched. I was hoping you all watched Better Call Saul because I never tough? watched. Him. Oh, I'll I bet he
1: was, it. though. Mike. Because uh, I don't. The, Michael the McKean
4: as Jimmy McKill's ill fated brother, Chuck.
7: Walter. See,
3: the, the, the big cameo in this for me is Kevin Bacon.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like Having I make not not a, yeah, a
3: very—I I forgot he was <clears throat> in this movie. I totally forgot he was. <laughs> yeah, I such a oh, surprise. I think Michael yeah. McKean
4: was seconds. the the guy who pulled him over. The cop pulled him over.
3: Who? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God! That's Michael oh, McKean.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
6: Okay, he had a longer scene than Bacon. Yeah,
3: yeah. Bacon he didn't have a line. He didn't have any dialogue.
7: No, Bacon never laughed. Yeah, Ran.
6: but Bacon,
0: he I just... I think he's better Call so You like, can right. use him as like a
3: sinister, asshole-y looking character with no lines at all. I've always thought outside of Tremors, I've never liked him as the good guy anything. Outside of Tremors. Stir of Echoes was pretty good. Yeah. He just has a face. His face is... He looks like a... <laughs> He just looks like a bad guy. I don't know. He, he looks, does have he looks, a bad guy face. He looks just like a, he looks arrogant and douchey just from his, his face. But
6: well, we've got the men's opinion.
5: Yeah. I <laughs> feel like you could, I feel like you could pluck Kevin Bacon from like a uh, 1950s greaser <laughs> film or era and like it would be fine. <laughs> I definitely feel like Kevin Bacon gives off the vibe of the bad boy. But I loved his little cameo in there because I believed him 100%. I'm like, you that's oh yeah, somebody going home for the holidays. Laughing. I don't give a fuck about you. Right. Like... I
1: wonder right, how the rest of his trip went.
5: <laughs> Probably better than this. Wait, wait for the sequel.
1: Yeah. All right, Eric, hit him with Don't the, the runtime. Okay, runtime of ninety-two minutes. The original cut was almost
3: four hours. Jesus Christ!
5: I watch that. Ooh. I'm not oh,
1: trying. <laughs> we're calling out. The, we're shouting out the editor then, because good fucking job. <laughs> well, I, I imagine Paul Hirsch. It was a hundred forty-five page
3: script. I I, wow. I, I guarantee Lanes, there's a the lot Lanes. of stuff in that first <laughs> night that they stay in the hotel together. There's a lot of stuff they cut cause there's things they mentioned, like, you know, the beer exploding, them mm. getting pizza mm-hmm. and all this that you don't see. But they just mentioned like the yeah. beer thing. I'm, I'm thinking, like, why didn't they show that? But it's probably just so minuscule, you know, that, the yeah. beer exploding. I also read that one of the big things got cut uh, at the end was um, a subplot where Steve Martin's wife. Suspects this all being a ruse and him cheating. I knew
0: it. You what, could tell by her reaction. That, first uh, call. That uh, first call from Wisconsin. Uh, that first call Kansas. And, and
3: her reaction when he comes home. Yeah. It's mm-hmm.
4: like, you really were with a guy. This guy just, whatever. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah that that, that first really call I
3: from Kansas where he calls back. and tells her, like, I'm stuck in Kansas, and she's like, "You're flying to Chicago now. You're in Kansas. What, what's going on?" I'm like, yeah, oh.
4: I can see that being yeah, it'd be a hell
3: so of appara- apparently there was a subplot where the whole time she's you know thinking he's you know running around on her. Huh? I'm yeah. glad
6: that got cut because if they had added that into the film, it would have really taken away from like the parallel between yeah, his exactly.
4: So,
3: have you ever heard
4: without saying it right off? Have you heard any other names that could have been instead of Steve Martin and John Candy? No, Ooh.
3: I would say uh Murray Aykroyd. No.
4: But that, that would be interesting.
3: Oh, I think Dan Aykroyd plays a great sympathetic guy.
4: Yeah, imagine the film this way: if it was Tom Hanks and John Travolta. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Yeah.
3: I I, I, w- I wonder which way, because I can see Tom Hanks. You know, Tom Hanks is very wholesome, but I don't like John Travolta at all. I think like, John. I think John not, Travolta could like of any all. of his stuff. I like him in Face Off. That's I like it. him in yeah. Phenomenon. <laughs> I like him yeah. in Face Off, yeah. and that is <laughs> it. I like
6: him in Grease It's hard yeah. to imagine the film with those two characters because you all were talking about how they had um, never really played on the fact that. Uh, Candy was a larger man, but right. I thought the juxtaposition of him next to a very skinny, oh yeah, yeah, it helped, it,
4: yeah, it helped you know. with the, the division between. Like, could you
6: imagine if both of the men were hunky?
4: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because definitely in the 80s, both John Travolta and Tom Hanks were like, I think
0: think you'd have to dumb down some of the comedy and play it slightly more serious with those two.
4: Right. It's almost like Tom Hanks would have to be like Steve Martin's character just because of the wackiness of it. You know, I think,
0: I think at that time period, you could probably get away with Steve, with Tom Hanks being the Steve Martin business guy, but you'd have to make John Travolta something
3: kind of like, Biker, rougher
0: guy, like yeah. I still see him fitting the 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 sad family yeah, guy selling shower curtain. Right. Yeah,
3: what, I, yeah. I, I I couldn't feel sympathetic for John Ford if I wanted to. I, I don't, <laughs> don't think he. Had, I just don't think he's he's just a, not a good actor. I don't think he could pull that <gasps> off. Yeah. I
5: don't, you don't think, think he's either. a good actor.
3: Outside of uh, Face Off, and I like Broken Arrow because of how bad it is. <gasps>
1: right. I'll give you this. He doesn't have a lot of versatility. And he does not
5: listen. But that's also why he hasn't done, like, a million and five movies So, well. Like, it, it, he's, oh, he's somebody said, he's that done a million understands. And five.
1: He's done a
3: million and five movies. You, haven't, you haven't heard of a million of them. Oh. The so they were wanting to set up where John
4: Travolta was the one selling shower curtain rings. Uh, oh, no, cannot no. That no. would not have worked. I feel like you would
5: have had to make Travolta really sloppy for that. I love John Travolta. Can he do wrong? Yes. But, like, I I love it. I love him.
1: I'm going to cut in with some terrible news. Apparently, in August of 2020. Don't
4: sh- I already know where you're going. Yeah, a remake was <laughs>
1: reportedly in development oh. with Will Smith and Kevin Hart. That's definitely as the out.
3: Leads. that's definitely that was probably out. that was
1: probably that was pre slapped. Yeah. That was pre- we don't
3: Oscars. need a remake to this Who see, I, I, feel, I feel like this movie will eventually inevitably get remade. Because I think there's a you know, I'm not saying it's a great opportunity, but I feel like there's an opportunity to make this same movie, but you know, because everything's gonna be bigger now to make it a uh, a globe hopping movie where you're not just traveling from Chicago or from New York to Chicago. It's you know from China back to China Chicago to then. high, you know from China to New York. Some you know it's something like that. Like it, it would be bigger and grander, you know, in, in scope, I feel I say better. No, but I say that would definitely be the direction it would go in. I was right?
5: going to say yeah. that if you're going to do something like that, why not go after like um, around the world in 180 days? Like that's yeah, that could know. be one
3: as well. But I, I, I feel like. I feel like if they're already at, at one point were well, considering a remake, there's definitely, you know it's definitely something's. Gonna be, yeah. Everything gets remade now. I know. Like, well, a Mike first, just shared today that fucking Half bake's oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, getting a remake.
4: yeah, getting a sequel? A, I think.
3: Yeah, who needs? Who asked for that? Princess Bride's getting a remake. <laughs> no. no, no, it's
7: not. Don't it's mess not? with perfection. Hmm. Princess no, Bride's getting remade. Probably. Yeah, I heard mm-hmm. it was getting remade. Wait, oh. who's
6: who's gonna be the actors definitely I know. do not know. We're going to revisit that. It, doesn't, it doesn't We're
1: going to write a letter to Chris <laughs> Pratt. probably <laughs> in it. A very strongly right. worded letter.
6: A very strongly worded yeah. letter. You know, you I wish. agree. <laughs> On this next one,
4: I agree with Steve Martin. Uh, Dylan Baker, who plays like the motel's Son guy, the guy the spitter and all that. Yeah, yeah. the redneck D- disgusted Steve Martin. <laughs> like, that's, oh, that's yeah.
7: One of those, yeah,
3: that's
4: like I, I get it, Steve. That was to, pretty, to go pretty off disgusting. on a
3: parallel, if you had to remake planes trains, who would you cast? Who would be your two leads? I would um, just,
4: I, th- I think mo- modern, Dude, modern. I think Dude Day kind of did fine with a, a spiritual kind of remake. I mean, it's not exactly a remake, but. I they think that's their
3: casting, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think
4: that, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and, uh, fuck, what's it? Yeah, in Galifianakis. And like, that, like,
3: two year Spain where he was, like, relevant. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> but I think that was a, a fine. I mean, was it as good? No. After seeing this first time, was it as good? No. But I think it was a good spiritual. I, I don't I,
3: I, I think it'd be easy to cast Steve Martin's role in the, in today's age, but. I think it'd be really hard to cast John Candy's role. Yeah. Be super hard to uh, do it.
4: It would be The Rock if someone did
7: redid oh it. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> Don't I, I will watch that Rock cannot make a bad movie. I was like, he cannot make a bad movie. I've never seen a bad movie with The Rock. Never will. You can't change my mind. He cannot. That man is impervious to flops.
5: <laughs> did you see Tooth Fairy?
3: Still a pretty
4: good movie. Okay. I like the game plan. That was
3: fun.
5: game plan the game was good. It is a classic. I love it. He
3: is, he is the the best thing the DC universe. Has Henry Cavill, of course. Now, yeah, he's I was back.
0: just saying. Now well, he's fucking he is. He's back. Don't but but but. But prior to
3: Henry Cavill, The Rock was the best thing that ever happened. in DC I, would, I, would say- I cannot wait for that's only Henry Cavill is the only. Uh, them bring him back as Superman is the only thing that can rival The Rock in like a a big DC like blow off movie. I don't think that's the only ride. actor I could well, well, it will, it
7: will be because Henry
5: Cavill is leading.
3: Well, as far as like you know, with the Rock's character Black Adam being like the the new like villain of the. DCU, there's not who else would you have had as being like the big, you know, big hero to to face him in like a big blow-off movie. Yeah, Henry If they, if they
4: remake it, like you said, like make it more global, I could see him throwing the Rock and Kevin Hart into it. Honestly, that's I, what they would do. I cannot stand
3: Kevin, Kevin Hart. That's right. what but the Rock. The Rock, I won't watch. I will. I will not. Not watch anything he's in. <laughs> like, so.
4: You watch all the Fast and Furious?
3: <laughs> I, well, the ones he's in, yeah. I, I've, I've missed a big part of the story, but I've seen the ones he's in.
4: All right. So I'll run. I'm sure
3: I'm missing a lot of things. Let me run
4: through some more of this. Family. List. There's only yeah, eight. Family. <laughs> family. Uh, Elton John wrote a song for the movie. Yay. Hmm, huh. The status might look familiar. That's where we got
3: the uh, the same
4: house from Home Alone. Yep. So that as soon as I seen it, I was like, that's the fucking house
7: from Home
3: Alone. I, I, I had my suspicions. That was definitely the, the same one. That Did, house was for sale a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. It was a oh, big cool. news one. was out. I think you can. Is it on like the Airbnb experiences now? Oh, the what? Cool. The the McAllister house? house. Oh yeah, you can like Airbnb. Right yeah, Or I know something the, like that. Yeah, because I, do yeah, I know the Scream House got put on there. There's a few other big houses. Right. Because Airbnb did that thing last year where they, you know, contracted all these like famous movie houses for the Airbnb experiences. Ooh, and cool.
1: that
5: is why I love Airbnb. It's oh a good idea. Gosh.
1: Set up traps for the Home Alone one for your guests. <laughs> traps that would kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just right. drop bricks on <laughs> them and, and trip wires. Take <laughs> can
0: to the yeah. face <laughs> when you're going up the stairs. How many days real
1: experience? Make
3: this? How many days did you think it took to film it? I
1: don't Seven. have that
5: seven i'm
6: going with seven, <laughs> seven days. days you're in a car you yeah, have
3: like yeah, longer than seven
5: days
6: <laughs> i would go with two and a half
4: months i'm saying in eight, eight in the 80s uh they're shooting reel to reel
1: i'm saying six months
4: yeah probably like six six to eight
3: months something like that took uh 85 days so deidre was pretty close Ooh. what'd you Ooh. say i'm kidding she two, and a half months.
4: two and a half months she's off by yeah, a week
3: But But that's what (laughs) what I'm thinking
4: is like they had a four hour cut.
3: (laughs) Like, oh, I know. So it it was mostly filmed in New York. They stayed in New York, um, except for the uh, a couple scenes shot in uh, Illinois where they shot like the motel and also the you know the big finale at the uh, the McAllister House is in Chicago.
6: They were paying by the hour. They were like, we're getting this done.
7: <laughs>
4: John Hughes, Universe stuff, uh, Del Griffith, and John Bender are neighbors. John Bender from uh, The Breakfast Club. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. <laughs>
5: <We're> <laughs> interesting. On... Is the... Um... So,
4: Del, Del Griffith and him are neighbors.
3: Well, how Del how does that work? work? He doesn't have a home. Uh,
0: I don't know. Maybe they Eight were before he
3: died. Uh, his wife died, maybe? Uh, Eight years Yeah. alright you All right, y'all talk. I'll
4: read the paragraph. I'll give you a summary. Go. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> but, uh, so, I'm, I'm assuming the reason Del dale is like so successful is because he's homeless so he just like on the grind 24 7 it sounds like he just
1: yeah he always knows people in different places he's yeah, clearly he's, just, he's, a, yeah. he's a
3: motel i, I know a lot like at the office there's like a few guys we have work for us and that's like they're like thing they're just like road warriors like some people like that kind of thing they like just being yeah, yeah. was
6: well, he successful though i mean it says in the movie he had like 263 dollars in his he, wallet I,
3: he's probably just like i bet he's well he's only selling shower curtains he's probably making it i guess how su- that might be successful in shower curtain sales. <laughs> <laughs> he had enough you, to have a place you, to sleep Yeah, you, you bring home like 300 bucks a week. You're like, I'm doing pretty damn good as far as shower curtains go. He was playing uh, hotel rates every day. Yeah, 60 cent per unit, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> Yeah, and he made all them. Like, he didn't get didn't he get like his room pretty much free in like the first motel? And yep. yeah, yeah, so he has he knew, all these contacts. Like, everyone so. all
5: over. Well, I mean that. And the, they show you he's a really good salesman too. He starts selling them as earrings, earrings to women. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah one, he's you know, a good liar. He's a really like he can shoot the shit and like that's ninety percent of the game because anyone can sell anything. It's who you sell it to that matters.
3: Right.
4: It's uh, just from John Kent, uh, John Houghton, Candy, uh, John Hughes' mouth as well. He just basically Jimmy like. Jones. Yeah, too many Johns. Uh, Dell Griffith uh, lives two doors down from John Bender, and Ferris Ferris Bueller knew Samantha Baker from Sixteen Candles. Hmm. They just, they it, just it, a, there's a fake
3: town too that it. Uh, John sh-
4: used. I just read that six or seven degrees. Sherman, uh, Shermer, six. Illinois. Yeah. Because Jay and Because that's Bob why it's called the Shermer verse, instead yeah. the John Hughes, you know,
3: is Shermer verse.
1: Shermer verse.
6: Yeah. Wait, is it nine degrees? How many degrees is it? When everyone's six. Connected to everyone? Six.
3: six. Six degrees from Kevin Bacon. That's the. Uh, there's a website that's for the that. meme. Yeah. Oracle <laughs> Bacon. Yeah, you can go there and you can find out any actor how many degrees they are from Kevin Bacon.
4: We did have uh, Bruce Campbell. We
3: yeah. We did. Just think. Just think. Now we're one degree away from that from Kevin Bacon. <laughs>
4: yeah. we will be. So we're thirty minutes into this. We want to go through the film now.
0: <laughs> I think we're doing a pretty good job of just shooting a shit about it. Uh, I mean, we I mean we can recap it. It's really not a complicated story, right? You have Well,
4: there uh, we Dale. go. Eric gave us the plot for Things Killing Three. Give us the plot for this one.
1: Yeah, well here uh Ben, uh, ben wants this yeah, one. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit. I r- can't r- go Ben. Go, you'll, he's, he's, be, you'll do it better justice than I will.
0: Well we have uh what's his name? Neil Griffith? No, no it's Dale Griffith, Dale Griffith and Neil Page. Neil Page. Neil Page.
1: Neil so Page. we have Neil
0: Page who's a big time like advertisement guy for New York, and he's trying to get home from any confirmation
3: that he works with Ferris Bueller's dad. Well,
5: yeah,
4: that's right. No, I, I
3: mean, theory. might as well.
5: They're going, they're both going to Chicago. like, Why don't you just try the eight o'clock? So, like, I, we, I, do I, we
4: know I what did. Ferris Bueller's dad did for a living? Because he was just similar kind of whatever job that he was doing. Yeah, I mean, he I was, mean he that was successful.
3: just a, he was successful, yeah, they were just like a
1: marketing agent. So,
3: I mean.
0: Yeah, just guy. the type of guy that dives out the window at, you know once they reach <laughs> yep. like 55 during a
1: crash yeah yep.
0: but well, Neil's well, yeah. trying to get home for Thanksgiving he has a bunch of shit luck and then he runs into Dale Griffith on a plane who is played by expertly by John Candy who I think right, walks a really nice tightrope between being annoying but sympathetic and Steve Martin I do think he most of the time there's a few times where I think he gets a little unreasonable but for the most part I think he plays a good line of being understandable, but also a dick.
7: Like, you get yeah. why
0: he's angry? He just takes his anger to an 11. Like, what? hes
3: no, I don't think he's ever angry for no reason. One, one of the things I thought was kind of odd, my it's probably not a popular opinion, but, like, I felt like the little blow up in the motel, I felt like it was too early. Yeah? I felt, I felt like it's too early in the story. I yeah,
4: like, I felt like it was a weird, like, it should have been a turning point, but I it's like, it's like. Really? Right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
3: feel like that should be like, that's like your kind of like second act, you know, yeah. transition to your third act kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we did the... get
4: that scene from John Kennedy, but it was like, man, that is pretty early on to the film.
3: That's... Oh, yeah. Great, great scene. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I just feel like it was too early. because It was only in the first act when that happens. I feel done. like it should have been our transition from two to three.
1: And I wonder if yeah. that was a result of them cutting yeah, down the four film. That's, Yeah,
5: four hours. That's what I wonder too, because I wonder if that plays more to what you were saying earlier, Ty, with um, how there might be more to that motel room scene than mm. what we actually got to see. And I think that, because I agree, I, I really think like it was a bit too much too soon. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like if we had gotten a little bit more from that supposedly original Motel room scene. It would have made it flow right. a little better. Like it wouldn't just seem so wonky. You know, right. it's
2: very uncomfortable to watch. Mm. It's, oh, yeah. it's he's very like uncomfortable tearing that guy down, and he's only known know him, him a couple hours.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, <laughs> he even let him pay for the room.
4: Yeah, I don't get why John Candy's <laughs> character liked him though. Talking to his dead wife, he's like, "I I met a nice guy. I really enjoy hanging out with." And yeah, it, like it, what it, have it, you it, enjoyed? It <laughs> like,
3: what have you enjoyed about being like <laughs> tore down at every second? You know, just being. You know, beat down. I don't know. It was kind of weird. But he is just a lonely guy. He He is
0: is. interacting with him. But it's having all of that, Steve Martin still keep so by the time that he's sitting in the car and he says, I really enjoy this, his company, the dude has yelled at him, tore him down, but still stayed with him in the hotel room. They've separated on the train, and Steve Martin still keeps coming back to help him carry his luggage. Like, this is probably the first guy that Dale has carried on a conversation with more than once for the first time in months. Yeah, that was where without he's not, shower curtains. Yeah, where he's not selling shower curtains.
7: Right. Curtain drinks. Yeah.
0: And as far as that one scene being too early, I do think it probably is. However, to me, it doesn't seem that far out of place because I do think there is something to be said for the most likely time for you to take a chunk out of somebody as viciously as Steve did in that scene is when it's early on, you don't know anything about this person. All you have is them pissing you off the whole time. It's a lot easier to tear somebody down that viciously if they're just this thing. The more time you spend with somebody and get to know them, the harder that becomes.
3: Right. That's a good point. Theoretically. I I, I get that, yeah. It just just always felt out of place. It does. It is a a little early, but I don't think it's inconceivable. Yeah, (laughs) and it it does feel like a poignant, it feels like a big turning point. Like, Like Eric said, it feels like a turning point.
1: Yeah, it came in a little early. I think, I wouldn't say it's out of, Character, though, and I don't think anyone did say that because no, he's been all. willing to take chunks out of people's. Head. But it, what it, I think, what it was is like it felt like that point in the plot where there's that falling out between characters, yeah, right before you know they rally back together and you know it had those feels to it. So that might have been what gave it that early feel, yeah. But
3: this movie you know? never has that scene where they really no. fall out. There's like that weird scene in the diner where you know, right before they you know part ways to go, you know, for Steve Martin goes get his rental car. Yeah, but it's not really a falling
0: out. No, like it's more of like, right. a, you know,
3: hey, we gotta separate. And, you know, John Candy obviously doesn't want to break apart, and but no, it doesn't doesn't have that that scene. But it I just feel it. like that was supposed to be that, but it just
1: yeah. It, again, but it's such a good scene though. It it's like it's a it. great
3: scene. That's yeah. Like, I don't I don't think by any means they should have cut it by any means, but no, it just fell a little out of place to me.
4: DJ, what was your l- three least favorite things of this film?
6: Huh. Okay. Good question. I think that they could have probably alluded more to the wife there is like a really touching uh comment where he's like love doesn't describe it but when you see that recap at the end of the movie and he's putting together the pieces of the wife's dead yeah. you get like three scenes three little comments that are kind of vague yeah they could yeah.
4: give us more about the wife yes. i get behind i that. do
0: think that was probably yeah. suffered from the cuts yeah
7: yes.
6: at the end of the movie you see that really touching scene where the wife's crying because they're in each other's arms again but right like the conversations with her over the phone were really bare and barely there and I guess they love each other because they have three kids. I didn't yeah. feel much. <laughs> yeah. Love you so much.
4: You finally made it.
3: You yeah, know? and I guess, I guess to your point too, I, I don't remember, like, she, he was in contact for most of the time, like letting her know what was going on. So it's like, she was just happy to see him, I guess. wasn't like this big thing where like, yeah, they you know, made I, it, I didn't think you were making it home. I didn't think whatever seat, you know, it wasn't like Yeah, that, they did but, make it a bigger moment
4: than what we got from that cut of the film. Yeah.
3: Right?
7: But, you know, um, just loves his wife, I guess. I man, I
3: wonder if there's like some like Criterion Collection edition of this or some kind of. I'd Now that I know maybe. there was a
4: four-hour cut at some point, like
3: look and like see if Shout shop Factory does a lot of stuff. Look and see or Criterion Collection, maybe. What's your third thing?
6: To be honest, the kid's haircut. Oh, no. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh man! Ooh, grabbing the bowl cut. It was just Ooh. so bad. Ooh.
5: My mom used to have a bowl cut. She gonna hear this and be like, "Bale, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
7: <splash him. laughs>
4: For <laughs> those of you that can't see what just happened,
7: just spewed all over all got, everyone. Yes. Yeah, spewed on.
1: <laughs> and it was a well deserved. That, that was, if you're ever going to spit your drink out for a laugh, it's for something uh, like that. That was great.
0: Sorry. Thank you, Jerry, for your
1: service.
7: <laughs>
1: I am a, a good meat
0: shield.
7: And Jerry's a good meat shield. You're an S, and <laughs> was
4: never invited back again. <laughs> I never I am.
7: Uh,
4: uh, All right, Jerry, what's your three least favorites? All right. Well,
2: first I'm going to go with that kid's haircut, too, because it just got me a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I
7: expecting. It,
4: it
0: caused a bigger
4: problem. I didn't know I hated it until this moment. I didn't know but that it was that bad. Um,
0: <laughs> I didn't
2: like the scene where he had soap in his eyes because... I've my eyes before, and that yeah. just...
4: <laughs> it just built the anxiety it, it, in and you. It made feel it again,
2: and I hated it.
6: What about the socks and the sink, and a rubbing it on his face? Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, uh, the wiping his face with the underwear and stuff. Oh, my yes. God.
4: That was really uh, good. And then your yeah. third thing... and The third thing I didn't like was... I hate Tyler breathing to his microphone so heavily <laughs> right now. It's like... <sighs>
7: Probably. just right in my ear. <laughs> Who's
4: that, kid? you. that kid's haircut? <laughs> I've been paying attention around before I called out who it was. I was like, let me see who it is
2: before I just say, go on. Yeah, it's probably that kid's haircut because it got me that shower that oh. I didn't want. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
7: I'll, I'll
2: double, double, time, I'm gonna double down on double that. Down, double down on double. that. Yeah.
4: What you got, Ben? Man, I don't... Do
0: you need time for this? Uh, um... Yeah. It's not
5: a lot Man, to hate. Uh,
0: three things that I don't. We can give you more time. We can go to Bailey. I don't even know that's necessarily the problem.
5: <laughs> I don't have a third one yet.
0: <laughs> All right, Tyler, you go. We'll we'll circle back.
4: Right, circle that's back. a
3: hard one too. It's really hard to pick out things you like. I guess if I had to say anything. You know, obviously, there's like things you don't like in the situation, but I mean, like things you actually don't like about the movie is hard. Yeah, like, that's you know, my yeah. yeah, I don't it's have like, things like, that I'm sure, like, sure, oh, I, I wish they the, hadn't you know, done all that this craziness, but no, I mean, it's, it's um, really well put together. I, I I think there's some stuff missing I don't like. Like, I think that the reunion between him and his wife felt a lot like they showed a lot more than what it felt like it should have been, right. right? It didn't really seem like it deserved that big pomp and circumstance of like you're finally home, like it's like he. Uh, yeah, from what I understood from the movie, he was pretty consistent on letting her know, like, what was going on. Right. So I don't think it was like this, you know, she had no idea. She was losing sleep. I mean, she was pretty aware of what was going on. I felt like I think that they should have probably if they were going to go that route, there maybe should have been a little more showing of, like, doubt and, like, her belief in him. I think that there needed to be more hints and clues dropped about John Candy's wife, because I do feel like even when they was, like, showing the recap, it's like, I don't really know, like, where he came from that like there's like like Dieter said like there's like three or four lines yeah but I don't know it should have been but But also also you don't want them to start feeding it to the audience either well it 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 got fed to us
4: but it didn't get fed to uh Steve Martin's character like when he's out in the car talking to his wife yeah that's when it got fed to us. yeah yeah
3: exactly but as far as like Steve Martin like getting that I don't feel like there was that much to it um I mean, I think, like I said, that that one scene I felt like it was just a little too early in the movie. That's the only things I can come up with. I didn't like the movie. See, on the one with with him, what I with this, if you weren't going to
0: add any more scenes and you weren't, you you just had the cut of the film that you had. What I would have done with with Steve kind of realizing that his wife was dead, what I would have done is. Every time he remembers something, I would have had him. I would have then cut back to that flash of him saying, "I haven't been home in years," and then I would have showed another scene, like the one where he said, "Like at the very least, we have our wives." In it, that John, that look on John Candy's face, and then I would have cut back to that scene where he said, "I haven't been home in years," where it's like that one line, "I haven't been home in years," just keeps hitting him over and over again until he gets it. True, uh, and that way you could have, you,
3: you probably could have fixed it that way. But yeah, it is because they killed yeah. a bunch, I'd say. And that that, that line should definitely stuck out because that's kind of a weird thing to say. Like I haven't been home and it's not like I haven't been home in weeks or months. Like I haven't been home in years. years. That's, that's kind of like a weird <laughs> thing to say. But yeah, those are my three things. Just good like the good kind of storytelling things.
1: What do you got, Eric? Did you did you dig any out? Oh any that haven't it. been said? Yeah, really. Let's see. Uh I didn't like when John Candy was sitting out in his car, there was a little Piece of snowflake on the corner of his lip oh, while he was talking to his wife, and that was driving me, yeah, driving me a little nuts. I guess I didn't like uh, how stressful those situations. That's this is really a compliment to the movie. I'm just spinning it. I didn't like how stressful some of the situations they were in. Were because of how relatable that shit was. So, there, I've cheated once and I'm about to cheat again. I didn't like the credits because it meant the great movie was over. He he took the low hanging fruit. Man,
0: I feel like the back of my coat somewhere in the tail region just got heavier.
1: (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. That's a completely original idea. Don't see, uh, don't see Thanks Killing Three at this time. Don't worry, nobody is.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So, maybe I just missed it, but did we ever, was Kevin Bacon's character?
1: Nope. That's He's
6: it. just a dick on the
7: road. So just, just a, some
4: random... say hey, I wish yeah, there's just a guy.
6: If, just weak and a nod. Right,
4: yeah. So I that's something I don't like like yeah, just weird rivalry in this moment sure. But like, they could have also sure. played that more throughout the whole film. There's for some reason he keeps seeing this guy. There's always these weird Okay, that would have been It's kind that of New funny. York State yeah. of Mind, yeah, You could have yeah. You could
0: have had him be like a rival guy that's in the on, yeah. in the meeting with Yeah, him. yeah just something. I would
4: yeah. I, I would have appreciated something more. I mean, it was still a funny moment. I mean, it still worked for what it was.
0: <laughs> Imagine if he was like the movie's villain.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, just something it just kept like, running into him by chance. Right. Way, I just, just, I just like you would have with Candy. Yeah. But
4: I guess it was just meant to be a cameo or something. But right. Like, yeah. I wish I could have got something more like, why? Where was,
3: just, ca- where was Bacon at in this point? It's crazy. So, was he He done Footloose already? Yeah. Yeah, definitely
4: was. Footloose. He was a, so it was just like a cameo. Tremors like, came out in ninety. 90. So, it's still before then. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, well, I mean, Footloose is the only
0: he's thing I He's got I'm the Tremors haircut,
4: though. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. coming yeah. right up on it. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't know what he's in, at the, but I wish I got something more. He definitely more. Did Footloose, so he was
3: established. Yeah, yeah definitely.
4: established. Definitely, this
3: point. Yeah. definitely yeah. a cameo. So, yeah. I
4: wish I got something more out of that character. I didn't like just for the consistency of it, when he got finished in the shower and then came out and seen the mess of everything. yeah, You You see that coming into the shower. It didn't
3: show like like he was in the shower and John Candy was outside doing stuff. So I wonder if there was a scene like that that was
0: cut where he's in the shower and John's like, hey, I I need to come in. He's like, no, don't. But because he's behind the curtain, like there's nothing you can do.
4: And like maybe he was blinded
1: a, by the soap, right? Like he maybe he was anything. the cause of why the
4: water went off or something Oh, like, like yeah. flushing the toilet or something. Yeah. Just something. So that yeah. was, that was weird to me. Turn it on the sink. Turn it on the sink. Yeah, so I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have to dig for a third thing, though. I know, those you are have the to two that so jumped nitpicky. Out. Those were the two that really... like. I, really, you really do have to nitpick. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I felt like I missed something with the Kevin Bacon character. As well. I was like, what did I miss? Yeah. Like, you
0: probably did. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah we did. There's a four-hour cut of this fucking thing. Yeah, so I, we probably it's, did. It's one of those ones where it's like, all your questions are probably answered.
4: Yeah, and so that bothered me, and then...
3: There's <laughs> a uh, 4K on pre-order right now that has... Uh, it's the extended bleeded with over an hour of never-before-seen footage. Ooh. Ooh. It's on a uh, pre-order. Comes out the 22nd of this month.
7: Ooh, it's I
0: watched it, but we don't have that. a 4K. And
3: then oh, it's it looks like it's Blu-ray, Blu-ray Ooh, 4K. Ooh,
0: yeah.
4: Yeah, And then just based on like the whole film as a whole, I felt it just out of place that he punched John Candy. I just found that weird that he punched him. I don't know why, because there's nothing else kind of like that in the film. I mean, I get that was like a breaking point moment. (laughs) I was going to say that made sense to me. (laughs) But it's just weird. It's like, just, I don't know. It just felt weird that he punched him. I don't know why. <laughs> it just felt out of character of the rest of the film for some reason. Because he's usually
1: verbally abusive, not
4: Yeah, physically. it's like nothing to show that he's a yeah. physical guy at all. Just mm-hmm. And this one, he just punches John Candy right in the stomach yeah. and gets instant karma for it. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Just went right over the trunk. And again, th- th- we're getting nitpicky because, I mean, plain strings. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, nothing to the story itself. Just like those weird things like yeah. that just kind of.
0: Okay, I'll Thanks give one, it, and I'll have to just copy somebody else. It's the the reaction with the wife. Yeah, it was kind of uh-huh. weird. I don't <laughs> fucking know.
5: I have two. Yeah, like yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, why wouldn't you look? Like, why, why, why did you walk into the shower and not see all of that? Like, why? And second of all, why did you? not look in the sink before you started it and started washing your face?
6: I thought about that too. I know, right?
5: You've I have right? never not, not looked in the sink before I have started washing my face. It's not because I think something weird is going to be in there. It's because you I want my sink to be clean when I start I, washing my face.
1: Well, yeah, people spitting it. Why would you get the water out of the sink anyway like that? You just cup your hands I don't even the faucet, get the you know? water yeah. out
5: of like the bowl of the sink. I get it directly from the right. faucet. Yeah. That like way a, it's not even touching like a the bowl. I feel yeah. like that was the
6: parts that were cut where you were like, the cat sat on this, this like is what are you doing?
5: For a reason. Like, <laughs> no <laughs> one has ever shown you how to clean your face before,
3: sir. Yeah, I feel like that was just stupidity on the sake of comedy. You know, yeah, just, right, yeah. yeah, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like suspend your disbelief for the for the bit. <laughs> yeah, using those
1: whitey tidies.
5: <laughs> yeah, like oh my this god, face was awful, that was Ugh. terrible. That was I think terrible. no, I think the sock water was worse than the whitey tidies for me. At least the,
0: uh, the tidy whiteys
5: were clean. The tidy whiteys were clean. I guess
1: okay. We're we're assuming they're cleaned. Let's go. They're hanging. I'll I'll go with it. They're
5: hanging
0: up and they're dry
1: so you're right oh yeah, thank god he was also okay
4: cleaning his
0: socks in a way
4: you're right. A worse, you're right
1: sock water is worse than you're right yeah i'll take it you're right um the second,
5: second thing? thing is when he's trying to get the cab from the lawyer and the lawyer's like clearly anyone willing to pay 50 will pay 55 at that point i would have been out i would have been like listen sir you're either gonna get 50 dollars for this cab and have an extra 50 dollars in your pocket or you're gonna leave with nothing but then again, that might just be the businesswoman in me. That's like, if we're negotiating, we're negotiating.
4: But also <laughs> like, but also, like to a lawyer, $50 ain't shit.
5: <laughs> like, it ain't shit. He's
7: no.
0: just doing this for a power trip at this uh, point. Exactly I don't what that is, yeah. is. capitalize on somebody else's desperateness. And yeah. you can tell that he's slight, sleazy anyway because he calls him a thief and he has absolutely no problem with that. He says, close, I'm a
5: lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. that's true I'm an attorney but yeah those are my two sorry I made you dig for those
6: <laughs> I yeah I had to get the shovel out of so, everything man.
4: so something slightly easier Deidre your three favorite things
6: uh in any good movie especially the great ones I always look for my favorite quote and if it's quotable it's something that I'm gonna keep with me so I love the sentence uh love isn't a strong enough word Describe Aww. what I feel for that woman. That is so fucking
7: touching.
0: <laughs> and he and That's he when deli- you know she's dead. He delivers it really well. Right? Yeah. He just looks at him and he, it's not. And you believe him yeah. by every inch of it. It's
6: that moment when you're like, oh no. Yeah, she's definitely gone, because that's touching as hell. <laughs> yeah. And I right, um I like the switch, the kind of a duality between it. Because at the beginning, you're like, ah, obviously, Candy's an asshole. He stole a cab. He knew it. He's on the plane. He's being annoying. We've all been there. We've done that. We know those people are just constantly annoying and oblivious to it. And they're just dicks. And then it slowly becomes apparent that, no, Candy has constantly been this positive, motivating, kind, go out of his way to help a stranger no matter what, even on the holidays, fella. That everything that's happened is just like flukes and really bad luck. And it's all a shift in the personality. I, I really like the fact that you slowly come to realize that um, the main character is actually the asshole. Because he's just constantly throwing it back in this nice fellow's face. A
4: flawed hero. You yeah. have those. Mm-hmm.
6: Candy is definitely the hero of the film. I love him. <laughs> and let's see. Last thing that I really like about the movie. Hmm. That's
7: hard. Okay.
6: Hard.
1: Yeah, hard, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's ones, hard. Pick it's ones, hard pick the the ones. singling out one word. One because yeah. Yeah. you're
6: trying to pick like your favorites. Uh I like that after the unprofessional as she was and I appreciate sure oh, yeah, no, yeah. the eyeshadow. Where well,
0: she goes, You're fucked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if someone
6: yeah. had said fuck you oh, yeah, no. nineteen times, and I could throw it she back. She was him.
4: happy to say that. She's like, Oh my oh, yeah. god, you're fucked. Anyone
6: <laughs> who's worked in retail or sales oh, yeah. or dealing with the people knows how good that feeling Right. And see th- and I think that's what's
0: clever is you understand why he's upset and he has a legitimate reason to be pretty tiffed, but he way, way overshoots. Yep. Way overshoots. Massively overshoots.
4: So, yeah, that's a good three. It's a good oh, three. Yeah. Yeah, a good <laughs> nice solid three. What do you got, Jerry?
0: Oh. Don't fuck this up.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get you're one in a chance. sticky situation. Back to that scene where he first like is blowing up on him in the hotel room when it goes to John Candy re- retorting to him and the music starts to swell. It really like enhances the oh, emotion yeah. in that scene. It's uh, just right. like, well, I like me. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then that music starts to like go I like, boom, me, boom, damn it, it, gets louder and louder. And I thought that was a cool part, right? They built that moment so well. I agree. Um, I really like that scene where they're in the the car, and he's like trapped to the <gasps> trapped to the seat, and he's <laughs> yes. like, oh,
7: "That's so talented. <laughs> that was so
2: great." <laughs> just, the hilarity just keeps escalating, and he's just like. No, no, <laughs> that's right. <great. laughs> but he won't wake him
1: up.
4: <laughs> right, he won't wake him up. Just like, stop. I don't want to make him more mad. Just stop
1: the <laughs> car. Just... she will be fine. God, you picked the you picked like my favorite sequence. It's in so the movie good. That was so good. And then
2: uh, the warmness that Steve Martin starts to feel towards him throughout the whole movie. He like is warming up and losing his like edge. And his, his character progression throughout the whole thing is just a comforting thing to watch. It like fills you with that warm feeling.
6: I like did how it. you ended on touching note. Yeah,
0: that's cute, Ben. <laughs> so I really—they're all bits, right? They're all moments with yeah. these characters because I think that's where this movie really shines. Um, I do like with—I'll give Steve Martin try to give Steve Martin a shot because the other two are definitely John Candy because I feel like he does the heavy, heavy lifting in this. I really like the scenes where Steve is kind of trying to just be a polite dick, where he's like, "Hey, man." I'm not really a conversationalist. So just uh, fuck off, will you? And you can just tell that he's trying to be as polite as he can, which is really not all that polite, really. Yeah. But it's everything that he's got. And it's just like, oh man, this guy's, this guy's wound tight. And then the other two moments go for John. John Candy, him sitting in the car talking to his wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you really get to see what he thinks of himself. And to confirm this, and because John Candy's an amazing actor, the number one scene for me is, Jerry's already mentioned it, but I give no shits. It's the, you want to hurt me? That scene in my opinion is the best scene of John Candy's really, really awesome career. And there's a moment there where he says, I like me. But if you watch his face, there's an expression there just for a second where his eyes are sad and he gives a reaffirming nod, but it's a sideways nod. So he doesn't, it's like he's trying to reassure himself that he does like himself and that what he's saying is true. But in his eyes, you can just see he doesn't believe it. And then when he's sitting out talking to his wife, that reaffirms that he's just like, man, I fuck up literally everything in my life.
4: I think that's something in general with some of our greatest comedic actors. They always can deliver a dramatic scene better than a lot. I think you definitely need that
0: and i'll do an honorable mention just cuz i want to this the the moment where neil walks into the train station and john candy looks up you can see on his face how depressed he is but also i think he was sitting there just hoping that maybe he would come back because he yeah, he has yeah. this look of desperation yeah. But there's no reason why if he's so like sad and desperate, there's no reason for him to immediately whip to that door unless he was just hoping that Neil would come back.
1: That's what I read yeah. out of that too. Yeah. And these
0: are just moments that show that John Candy is an actor probably that probably had capabilities well above the roles
3: that he picked.
4: Yeah, because even if you look at some like Cool Runnings, that wasn't really a comedic role. That was just a good
0: role he did.
3: He always had, like, every movie he was in, it was, you know, comedy. But there was always those scenes that John Candy, like, made.
0: This is not a pun at all, but he's an actor that I think always very gently punched way above his weight.
4: Yeah, because even if you think about even just, like, his small part in Home Alone, he still had that moment yeah. with the mom and everything, yes. he too. Yeah. So, yeah, he's good at delivering those kind of moments. He is.
3: Very similar to that scene in uh, Planes, Trains, Automobiles in the motel. <laughs> it's a very similar kind of scene with uh, Mrs. McAllister and him where he, yep. you know, she gets uh, annoyed at him. He, like, turns around on her.
0: Yep. And so those are, yeah, brilliant, brilliant moments.
5: Yeah. Bailey. Hi. The first one's going to be when John Candy is, like, asleep on (laughs) neil's shoulder (laughs) uh, on the plane and then then um, then, like he's like like neil's kind of looking at both of his shoulders where on one it looks like this old man is getting ready to like keel over that would actually scare me um if an old person fell asleep on my shoulder in the the middle of a plane also in home alone
0: he yep. is at all.
2: He yep. Does it oh, all. He's, he's little, the uh, one
5: that sells the uh,
0: tickets Catherine to the O'Hare the, of the
3: ticket. Yep. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs>
5: She got all kinds of earrings, dangly ones, dangly ones, <laughs> bobblings. Yeah, um, and when John Candy looks up and says, "Like I bet my left testicle," we're not laying in and oh. wherever it is, because like I just didn't expect that to come out of his mouth. I'm like, "Oh, John." <laughs> Second one is gonna be when they're getting off the train after it breaks down, and um, Neil come like runs up to help um, John uh, Dell with his trunk this heavy-ass trunk that has gone everywhere with him that he's just trying to drag across the fucking uneven earth that is there from the train station. Did yeah, he and ever he- yeah. look
4: inside that thing? No, I'm, I'm assuming oh, it's it's everything he owns. On so, that's what I'm wife. assuming, too. But
3: as a- I'm assuming it's all his possess- He has no home, so I'm right. assuming it's everything he owns is in that trunk.
5: And then the third one is also going to go to the trunk when it flies off the back of the fucking car and just bounces off the road. And then it's still fully intact by the end of it. Not even broken open. Like, I don't know what kind of trunk he bought, where he bought it. But they must have gotten it from Instructable Trunks R Us. Because um, that thing has gone through hell and back. And still survived.
6: Bailey's favorite character is the trunk. My favorite
5: character is the trunk. It's stylish. It's um, secure. <laughs> you can it depend is, on it. You, you mm-hmm. can depend on it. And that's what I like in my luggage. What's its name? Bert.
3: Okay.
1: Bert the trunk.
3: Tyler. Oh, uh, man. because yeah, it's, it's hard because I don't want to repeat things. So I mean, you got, you, your favorite, are like, like, your yeah, favorite. I, I know, repeated, it's like, man. It's like you got I repeat it. It's fine. You yeah, gotta, I never like, gave dig. the role
4: you couldn't repeat. I, just I know. I'm trying to
3: find unique things. It you got like, to kind of dig. I I really like the uh, the scene with them in bed together. I thought yeah. that was, funny. The thought
0: that was funny. Where's your hand? It's yeah. Between two pillows. <laughs> between two pillows. Those aren't pillows.
6: If you wonder how his ass feels,
3: now you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Thank God he didn't smell his hand. <laughs> uh I like that. I really like the um guy that picks him up in the truck. The 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 one guy's son. Oh my god! I thought they, for sure you no. were gonna say the dude that picked him up by his nuts. No, <laughs> no, he was no was did we that. The did noise.
5: they ever say like what that facial tick of his was? I think it's just him clearing it's his so, air.
4: Clear it's yeah. cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's I just
5: didn't
7: yeah. know. I just
4: I like he gets his wife out. He's like she's had a baby come out sideways. She's <laughs> fine. Did yeah, yeah, no scream no or nothing?
3: Checked, that woman is. She's sturdy. She's kind of but she can lift that. Yeah, I like the the scenes with them flying. Uh, there was a really nice shot at one of the airports. You get to see some L.A. eighty incandescent uh pappies.
5: <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's an
3: airplane thing. Okay. <laughs> an airplane you, thing. Wouldn't know. You, you wouldn't, wouldn't know. Does You're I not know? in
5: the. It's a
3: highly technical. <laughs> yeah.
5: Both Eric and Michael laughed, and the rest of us are like,
3: "What?"
4: Because I, <laughs> I knew exactly. It's like I don't know what it is by no way. He's referencing to <laughs> as something that we shouldn't get, and yeah, I know some just, just plain industry. Very now.
3: nice, very nice looking. uh Tyler's airfield. in that industry now, so oh, we can. B- b- very nice uh, Evan airfields.
4: <laughs> probably attest to it. He's probably t- Evan's. Probably tired of hearing like about airports and plane shit. But at this point, uh- it's a fascinating <laughs> industry.
3: But uh, no, uh, man. the like, third thing, you know, like Jerry said the the car scene where he's getting his uh, <sighs> sleeve stuck. Man, that was just comedy gold. That was that scene was hilarious. Seriously, yeah, I love that. Every minute of that.
0: Oh my
1: god, just, just the whole
3: in- movie. I guess if I didn't say anything. My favorite part of the movie is just the movie itself. I mean, yeah,
1: there's yeah, a scene yeah, great that great nobody's fact.
3: mentioned. I'll be curious if.
1: It, Eric,
0: if you or Michael bring it up.
1: Oh, a particular moment in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like kind of,
0: boy, but this is just one of those movies. I'm like, yeah, but that's one of my favorite parts. That's one of my favorite parts. Like, eh.
4: Yeah. As you keep thinking about it, like, damn it. Because
1: yeah. I'm going to do some tap dance and I don't know that I'm going to get too specific because there's, just a lot of good moments. Did you
3: also enjoy the LA 80 incandescent voltage powered? Uh, you did not. Appro- yes. you did not. Precision approach uh, pathway indicators. Yeah, the
1: incandescent. Oh, oh, I, I, I did. I did, Robinson <laughs> Robinson
3: I, I, I did. I don't know if anyone else
0: caught
1: <laughs> that. Yeah, no, I totally caught
0: that. <laughs> hey, Eric, what did you think about the theme of John Candy being the trunk? You know, sturdy, indestructible, but worn and traveled.
1: With the, the his backstory yeah. hidden backstory yeah. hidden inside. Inside the trunk. Yeah. Steve yeah. Martin is Jesus Christ, <laughs> sending <laughs> him
7: through these. Yeah. Tribulations. No, Steve Martin is not
1: Jesus. Trying to beat him up, but he can't. Can't break. The trunk and then at the exactly. end of the day he's helping him carry himself did, forward. So yeah, how, may, we how we many how many
3: days his trip take? Was it three days? <laughs> I <laughs> think it was, two. <laughs> and, and it was <laughs> from, like, two. Days did did, did Steve resur- yeah, Martin get home on the third day? <laughs> yeah. The third day. It's on the day third home, day he yeah. was resurrected yep. for his family. On the th-
4: yep. And that's why his wife was so surprised because like I, you were dead. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. See, enough. I've taught you all well. You are able to recognize the inner. Depths and themes of film. All right, let's hear your tap dance every year. <laughs> so, Just so
0: you guys know, the references is that there's always a Christ allegory.
6: Always. <laughs> yeah.
1: Always, yeah always. You, you
0: you
3: get you have Eric and inch, she'll pull a mile out of anything. <laughs>
1: I so. mean,
6: they Hell just
4: Mary in any. Grace. <laughs> I mean, I showed you at the beginning like what the film is supposed to be Wait, about, right? Yeah, yeah I remember it. I don't remember exactly. It's something but, yeah. like you're, you never, you know, you have to be tolerant of people because you never know what they're going through. Yeah, that's, right. A, that's, that's a sort of arbs, you know, really themes. well. Yeah,
1: I don't know if anyone. That's not like a secret. that's, yeah, that's what you, I got. Yeah. So a little tap dancing here instead of picking out one particular oh, moment, like, like just the relationship between those two characters, but from the writing to the directing to, of course, the fucking acting, like. All of that was great. It it's was all really point. well. Yeah, all all of it came together in an ama- amazing way. So just that relationship being depicted in this movie was phenomenal. There was a shot where I went, "Ooh, that's a cool shot." Where they're driving oh, in the car. Yeah, yeah the yeah, cars I burned like up. Something about the way they were, you know, because the cars going along the highway, and just something about the way the camera was moving along that car, and you're just seeing those. There's those a like, oh, uh, God, those tires and stuff like oh, that. Or, oh. there's a
3: similar shot in that in the. Um, uh, christmas vacation
1: oh yeah, yeah. When, when
3: they have the when he chops down the giant tree and they have it on the car there's like a similar shot of that where it starts oh. the head and it goes down you see how giant this fucking tree is on top of their car <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: see yeah i don't know something about that is really like I'm pretty sure john hughes produced that movie did he was it there's john hughes again yeah I'm i wonder if sure he, he had the same him. i'm gonna call out the cinematographer donald peterman who was the cin- cinematographer for this one. I wonder if he was the same guy. Cause he's actually a pretty invisible cinematographer. Usually you're just, you're in the scene. You're not really thinking about like, Oh, this shot is like carrying me through something, or, you know, which is why that car shot stood out to me. And it's like, oh, he's good at, it's good at letting the story be itself. So I thought he's not distracting good. with he's fancy not. stuff. Right. And third thing, third, there's just a ton of amazing stuff. I really want to say the car scene, but, uh, you know, the ho- the first hotel sequence to leading up to that kind of confrontation between the two of them as things were degrading was pretty funny. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that would annoy the fuck out of me, too. But or getting from there. To- it's like clearing his throat. <laughs> yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And he just would never stop moving. And the whole bed is just shaking. And you can just I'm like, I relate too much. Uh, call me an asshole. I relate too much with Steve Martin's character from a majority of this movie. <laughs> but I don't like that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm self aware. Damn I'm too it! I'm yeah.
6: <laughs> I'm surprised no one's called out the like sound guy for adding in the nice little ball scratching oh, sounds. That's at that least oh, oh, wow. sandpaper, moisturizer. Yeah, yeah,
7: what <laughs> was Shreizer? going on down there? <laughs> that was nobody's sandpaper. favorite. I'm
4: just saying. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts was when when they were laying in bed, but not that exact moment. It was when they get out. And they both just, without yeah. oh, really saying, they just both start being like manly. Going, oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, they just they're like, yeah, how about that game? And just, How about them bears? Oh, or, yeah, how about them
7: bears? <laughs> just
4: how they both just subconsciously both got there. Like, yeah, we're, j- we're men, damn it. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. I like the part where... Candy's driving down the wrong part of the highway.
0: There it is. There. Yeah. That oh. was the scene that I was talking about where he like pans yes. over and they skeleton and then he's the devil.
7: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. That was you're great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just,
4: I just really like the confusion between the two cars when they're yelling back and forth. Like, it's like you're going the wrong way. Like, how the fuck would they know? Yeah, how would whatever. they know where we're going? He's drunk. So, both of them, that's the thing. Each car is right in their mindset. Like, like what the fuck would they know? We're the right way they're (sighs) fucking alcoholics and they're they're like they're fucking alcoholics driving down the wrong side of the highway yes so just the just the confusion that how they all just thought they were right in that moment (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's really good there was just no way to communicate (laughs) yeah you just between (laughs) them there yeah no you're right right that was brilliant that's brilliant
4: uh third thing i liked um (laughs) after steve martin gave up the 13 dollars and the watch and and candy just like I have a Casio. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he tries <laughs> to like show it off. Yeah. He's getting that he's salesmanship like, going. He's like, I'm about to say goodbye now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry. He gets eaten
3: by a T-Rex later, John. It's fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yep.
1: He gets his.
4: <laughs> so that would probably be my three moments right there.
3: Nice. Nice. Love it. Good moments. I mean, this movie uh, is just fantastic. I mean, it's just a good holiday movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean as far as it goes you don't have like many Thanksgiving movies. It's a weird that's not a very touched upon holiday.
1: Right like, that
7: uh, it doesn't get as Well
3: usually uh, if I mean I think if you're going to make
0: a movie like in this time period like Christmas is right down the road why yeah. not aim for the bigger draw? Right. right.
4: Yeah. And that's something I've told, told we should make a Thanksgiving
0: Hallmark movie. Made in Bulgaria, yeah. a Bulgarian Thanksgiving.
4: There we go. Yeah, yeah, but that's something I was talking before we record any of this. is like why there's more Christmas movies than Thanksgiving movies. It's just because Christmas has more beats about it. It's yeah, far true, true. Whereas Thanksgiving is just the, the dinner you're trying to get to. I feel like you
3: could do the... Cause I know why um, Thanksgiving is usually like, hopping around the families. I feel like that'd be a good concept for hopping around the, the different families. All a that. pocket full of shells? Yeah. Oh, it's around Yeah, rally around the family. <laughs> yeah, Never mind. <laughs> No Bulgarian Christmas. Rich business uh, uh, American businesswoman moves to Bulgaria and meets a Bulgarian mud farmer. <laughs>
1: <Just a laughs> small town b- yes, Bulgarian. Yes. There we go. Bro. You know what? We're,
4: the next podcast we record, we're about to set a challenge for Tyler not to mention anything about Bulgaria.
3: I, there's there's been a few. I didn't mention any different things killing. It's because he's like, I'm not polluting Bulgaria with this garbage. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't take three to Bulgaria. No siree. I just want
0: people Maybe to know that ones. if we ever do anything in Bulgaria and I'm part of it, I have been
1: kidnapped.
4: Let's just, yeah. let's just do a Hallmark film in Bulgaria. That's what I just them. said. A Bulgarian Christmas. Just I, like, Don't
1: encourage him. That's I,
4: just Chris, I, do you want to just do a good Christmas or you want to do a Hallmark one over there?
3: Well, what's the difference?
5: One is <laughs> I mean, like all the rest and the other is original. They're both
3: pretty good. <laughs> For Hallmark nothing. movies are good.
5: Hallmark is cookie cutter,
4: though. I, a, if the formula works, sure. why... Mess, uh, it doesn't work. Would you I fuck mean, up your chocolate chip a, cookie
5: recipe? No. It's a guaranteed money maker. <laughs> no, guaranteed good chocolate chips. Why cookies? are you mad
4: upset about it? I'm
5: mm-hmm. not knocking it. Like I'm not so knocking it. it. All I'm saying is it's just cookie cutter. That's why it is.
3: It's why you got to bring something innovative to it.
0: I'll knock it. Those things suck. They're fucking terrible. I would, I would. Is I our innovation Bulgaria? Hey, if all
4: chocolate chip cookies are around, I will still eat every one of them. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they're good
3: movies. They're good cozy <laughs> movies. I think we. I think we should do a Hallmark Thanksgiving movie. I don't think that's been done yet. No,
1: we haven't done that yet. No, we haven't. So leave a comment if you support Ty and his
5: uh... Hallmark Thanksgiving venture.
3: Bruce is there. doing them. That I'm was not above doing it. them. Bruce is doing Hallmark movies now. I'm not above doing them. So.
5: Ouch! <laughs> I will do it if you can get Bruce in the Hallmark Thanksgiving. Well, oh,
3: Eric's gonna ask if he'll be in it when we get a Bruce. <laughs> Ty, Ty, Ty was Ty. <laughs> I thought you said you
1: were gonna ask him.
3: I, uh, that's, sure that's what I heard. I right. think I was I, say, I said it first, and that made it a legal binding uh, verbal contract. That right? That's how this works. <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah. Works. Oh, that's how I'm you be, got me involved in, involved in this podcast
1: <laughs> network to begin with. You're okay, right. So what's right. Our our
4: next <laughs> you can take us there, Ben.
3: Huh? How, what, what should we rate this movie as in our next We're segment? we will going do out of fives. Out, out of out fives? fives? Okay, do you guys want okay, to... Typical. Yeah,
0: we'll do this okay. one out of fives.
3: Okay. All right.
0: So the fives. Bye. Welcome to Marathon.
7: May I help you? Yes.
4: You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. <laughs> I think playing it, I think Strange in Automobiles. I am going to give this a uh, four out of five acting manly moments. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, mostly because the for, uh, I think for to be a five for me is like I would watch this any time of year, but it's perfect for the time of year it's meant for, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like mm-hmm. a film I would just throw in any time of year. But for yeah. what it is, it is perfect for what it is. So that's why it gets, you know, four and a half. It'll give it the four and a half manly grunts out of, you know, acting Cut. manly out of five.
1: What you got, Eric? Five out of five ear kisses from a stranger. <laughs> oh, man.
4: <laughs> oh, man, they are strangers. That man. would be they terrifying, honestly.
1: Sweet, yeah. Right. What? Okay.
6: That would be terrifying. Can you imagine Absolutely. just walking down the park? Someone walks up to you.
1: I will try. I it can feel the it shivers happens.
4: right now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Test it out, Mike. yeah, I'll test
1: it out tomorrow. Let's know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll call from jail. No, it's a great movie. It's <laughs> like an incredible balance between like humanizing drama and like humanized conflict. Like... We were relating. We were able to see why everybody had the problem they were having. You know what yeah. I mean? Whether it was their fault or not, and slapstick comedy, and it was amazing. So yeah. Oh, that's
4: right. You did said you like the very physical comedy type.
1: Yeah, when they were like gripping the dashboard. <laughs> I should have mentioned that when they were gripping like the dashboard and the steering wheel, and like you could, when they finally pried their fingers off, you could see the indents, and oh, it was great. It did have slight
0: moments of absurdity where you're yeah. like, yeah takes you out of reality for just a moment right i,
3: I don't yeah i think that but it worked. all movies should use i think you should spend your disbelief for every movie you watch yeah. i don't think i I, <laughs> I hate people like you watch a movie of someone they're like well i can't in real life but it's a movie like what sense i'm watching if you're gonna spend your disbelief i don't want to see real life shit in a movie i don't, want, depends, I don't want to live in real
0: life that, that depends entirely upon the movie if i'm yeah. seeing somebody uh fart a rainbow in schindler's list I'm going to be a little concerned. Yeah, yeah it a as as lot, as I, that
7: would
3: have been a lot funner. That <laughs> made that movie a lot more funner. I
7: thought it it's supposed to be a fun movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't. want <laughs> this movie just enough
4: God. Sure. Sure. Yeah. God, God damn it! We're a
3: canceled now. I mean,
4: yeah, I think it just depends. Like the tone of this movie allowed for, but it's like if it's a movie that's trying to be realistic, yeah, you don't get away with exactly. As long as it has, if you're shooting for
3: realism, yeah, I never go into a I never go a movie to nitpick it. On that, those kind of grounds, because it's a movie.
0: Yeah. I, okay, cause I'm, I'm, like,
3: I'm, I'm smart enough to know that I'm watching something that's not real. I'm not going to nitpick <laughs> on things that are.
4: Yeah, I think yeah, not that's, real. that's
3: a way to frame it. That's how I enjoy a lot of my movies. Yeah. Yes, Spin Your Disbelief.
5: That's how you got so far at the bottom of the trash can, my friend.
3: Turn off your brain, have a, have a little fun.
5: Yeah, that went a long <laughs> That's where it way.
3: goes. Shut it I, down and have some fun. I
4: think, I think, uh, movie, which, Bam! I appreciate. It's like, <coughs> it was good about stretching reality. It was like The Predator. Like, yeah. obviously, like, sure. Yeah, it's a, they were shooting for like the over the top 80s action movies. So, of course, they were. Doing things that are outside of reality, yeah. but like, yeah, that you suspend for that kind of film. Oh,
3: yeah.
5: <laughs> sexual Tyrannosaurus Rex, yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, Tyler, your rating?
3: Uh, I'm gonna give it a uh, four out of five fucks. <laughs> Ooh, I like, that's fair, it had yeah. 19, no. though. I, I gave mother. it four of them. You gave it you <laughs> what's that ratio to 19?
4: Four no, out I think five? it was 19 and in 60 seconds, yeah. So, we need yeah. a ratio of his four out of five to, to get
3: no, yeah, but that, that I, I love it. I think this is a great movie. And it's a shame there isn't more Thanksgiving movies. We, we've watched all three of the Thanksgiving classics here on Cult Talk Net. So I think that's <laughs> really much yeah. it. At least three out of four we've seen, technically. I, but I,
4: I, uh, <laughs> As soon as we get that part two from space, we'll watch it, Eric. We'll all get right. it someday. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: but no, I, I think this movie's great. This is such a good movie. I found a quote I thought was pretty cool about it. It says, um, this is from a guy named Argon Olkin. Uh, I'm not sure who he is. I'm, I'm assuming he's a critic of some kind. Uh, he categorized planes, trains, om- and automobiles as a lively portrayal of in-person interactions between people of different economic classes. Aww. People curse, make out in public, speak in platitudes, and retell the same jokes. Generally, they are coarse and loud and perfect, but not without love. I oh, that was Aww. a good quote. That's great. So, no, yeah.
1: yeah. That's so beautiful. That's yes, beautiful.
4: So what's he trying to sell you there with that quote?
3: To watch, uh, the, movies. watch the movie. <laughs> just just watch to watch the, the movie. movie. All
4: right. Just watch the movie. Buy
3: my book. I, I don't, <laughs> don't know who the fuck he is. Oh, he might be a white supremacist for all I know. <laughs>
7: Jesus.
5: We just were there for the quote. We weren't there for the person.
3: Yeah, I do not uh, support any of Oregon Olgan's uh, political. <laughs> <laughs> or,
7: <laughs> just in case.
1: Just not in for case. Argan Florida. <laughs> just in case. Or whatever his name was. <laughs> so why not the five, I guess?
3: Uh just. Uh, some of the stuff was kind of weird pay, uh, a couple of pacing moments like that but I mean yeah. I don't know I feel like if anything it's still like, watch it's, it, I, I feel it. like if it's a, if I was doing anything it's like a strong like 4.98 so I do I, I don't think there's anything bad you can say about this movie I mean yeah. it's a great movie it's just it's, it's fantastic
4: yeah, we were pretty nitpicky about the things we didn't like about yeah, because
3: it. Because
0: we hamstrung be, ourselves had into <laughs> it. Well, exactly.
3: I, 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 I would say the one reason I didn't get the full five is because I do feel like there's some stuff missing. I think that's just a, a product of the the hard cut they had to do to get this thing yeah. down from four hours to an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would definitely like to see this extended cut I found online. I think that'd be Fuck yes. uh, a fun fun watch to see if it fills in some of the gaps. But right. that's yeah. one thing keeping it from not getting the full five for me. Not, nothing bad. Just yeah. some stuff I feel like need to be. Uh maybe flushed out a little better.
4: What was your thing? What? What was your thing? Fucks. Fucks. I'm surprised you didn't make it the fucking plane shit or whatever.
3: And, I know. Uh, what? I don't wanna to I don't wanna you know lord that over you guys. I know <laughs> I know not about precision approach uh, <laughs> pathway indicators. I don't want you guys to feel inferior, but
4: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Bailey. Save us.
5: <laughs> I am gonna do five out of five indestructible trunks. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. Good one.
5: With nice. the with the hypoallergenic pillow. In there and 50 million snacks. Where does he get all of his snacks?
1: He had so many.
5: Like, he has so <laughs> many snacks. That's
3: what got me, too, is when they moved into that apart, that motel, and they didn't even have enough money for him to get a room, then all of a sudden they have a bunch of liquor. That, come, from? Where did that came he from the trunk?
4: That matters. might be and from all his trunk because, I mean, let's think about it. It might not be his clothes in there because he was washing his clothes in the last hotel. True, yeah. yeah. He, did, he just yeah. has like a
5: box in there just full of snacks he replenishes like every month or so. He I probably, don't know. Yeah. He I probably just this. has nightclothes and day
7: probably his actual
0: is. food. Yeah.
7: yeah. It's what he oh, eats yeah. to live. It's his yeah. right. Oh, such right. a terrible movie. 5
5: indestructible trunks. 5 indestructible trunks. I love this movie. We watch it every ho- every Thanksgiving, every holiday. It's on. Um I love John Candy. He's great. He's definitely my favorite John Candy movie is Uncle Buck. You cannot yeah. no. Don't fuck with Uncle So Bye. you
4: got this movie on rotation, and yeah. you got Things Killing* three on rotation. Now? No. no, no, all
0: right.
3: No. Uh, I, 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 would, I wouldn't recommend that.
5: Yeah,
0: *Thanks Killing* the first one. You yeah, can exactly. have on rotation.
3: Yeah. There you go. Mm.
0: I'm gonna give this five out of five deep Dale moments.
4: <laughs> deep Dale
0: moments. <laughs> just when Dale decides just to drop a big old steaming pile of sad on you.
7: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's go deep. Yeah. No, Dale. this this movie is amazing. You've got a. Uh, a writer, director, producer who's known for putting out good movies that are on theme. You've got two actors who are probably at the pinnacle of their acting abilities, sharing the screen together. The setup is great. Payoff, phenomenal. Even if it is a wee bit oversold because of the cuts, you've got moments where you sympathize and kind of dislike both characters. Love it. Yeah. I won't say a harsh word about it. Nice. Jerry. Oh, I'll give her a uh, four
2: out of 5 Tidy tighty-whities. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. nice. Call those facial nice. wipes. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, Multi-use. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just very good uh, comfort movie, and uh, but you know I didn't give it the full five for the reason Michael had mentioned earlier. It's more of a, like a holiday movie, so like watching it in the summer is kind of like oh that's okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I would still enjoy it probably in the summer, but those are my reasons. My tidy whities
6: Tidy whiteies. Tidy whites. Go ahead, Deidre. Uh, I'm about to give an unpopular opinion and everyone's going to hate my ass. No, you're
7: but fine.
6: <laughs> I'm going to give it a three out of five, underrated, and now extinct, very sadly. Vibrating 80s beds.
7: Oh. Uh, <laughs> I miss those yeah. beds.
6: Uh, but um, contention. <laughs> I really loved Candy. I wish they would have fleshed out more of the story with his wife. And I think he. He's. it's such a strong role for him that it could have been played just a little bit better if he wasn't like always the butt of the joke. And I know that's part of the story, but like I, I wanted more flashbacks for the wife. So I wanted more comments. I wanted more backstory at the end on the train where he's like, I'm going to take these three little obscure pieces and put together the big reveal that the wife is dead. I, I needed more than that. And I'm taking off uh, one point for that. Bull cut because I can't get over it.
7: It It makes you spit over everything. It's so
0: bad. It was the 80s. It was a different
3: time.
6: So Um, you
1: wanted it to be more about Candy's character than Martin's character, really.
6: Yeah. Martin, you see him devolve into an asshole and you see Candy just being this good saint, but I needed more of that story at the end. More sooner. Yeah.
4: Uh, To backtrack slightly, I was looking, I just got reminded to look up what was Kevin Bacon doing at at this point. He had like Animal House, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, well, yeah, loose. Animal House was
0: his very first movie.
4: Yeah, so he had that oh. Footloose, Forty Deuce, Diner. You know, so yeah, that's the kind of stuff. So he, he, he was
0: well established. Yeah. At this point. So funny story about Animal House. He actually didn't get to watch the movie because when he showed up to the premiere, the um, security guard did not believe that he was in the movie and. Threw him out and refused to let him back in.
4: Aww. So he did not get to
0: see the premiere of his very first movie. Wow.
4: Uh, then he went to plane, trains, and automobile the same year. Also, end of the line and Whitewater Summer came out. Quicksilver also. So, yeah, he was definitely well-established. I mean, shoot.
1: They were definitely, the audience was definitely going,
0: oh,
4: hey, that's Kevin Bacon. That's Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> three years later, you know, they know him for Tremors. Ah,
0: <laughs> nice. Love Tremors, God damn, that's a good movie.
4: Not as good as that last one, huh? Or how many? How many did they end up making?
0: We don't talk Seven? about it. But I like
3: all the Tremors movies. Yeah.
0: You yeah. even like the last one, do you? Uh, well, I, I like the, the ending, ending of, of the last one. one. You like the ending of the last one? Four, no. I thought
3: it was beautiful. We didn't I've get
0: Kevin Bacon with
6: anything in my life.
0: Oh, no, we didn't get goodness. any one in that. Oh, we're gonna have to talk about that sometime. <laughs> that, that was such a was such a steaming
3: pile of shit.
4: <laughs> all right, Tyler, yeah. wrap us up and get us out of here. We well,
0: we've
3: had
4: these we people for a while. There you
3: have it. That was planes, trains, automobiles. Uh, that's our big thanksgiving special uh, of course is a three course meal we gave you Thanksgiving three you've got Plain trains automobiles and tomorrow on cult talk conspiracy you'll have a, uh, a special black friday episode so make sure you check that feed for that episode but above all i hope everyone had a fantastic or is having a fantastic thanksgiving and uh wow. safe thanksgiving travels. what's your favorite yeah.
4: thanksgiving side
3: Ooh. Oh, mashed
0: potatoes! Definitely. Goddamn right, mashed potatoes. Yeah,
5: mine's gonna be an hors d'oeuvre, not a side. My mother makes these fabulous French bread, brie, and cranberry hors d'oeuvres. We were not oh, really the not same
3: band, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're a, you're a whole different kind of white than
7: that is definitely
1: oh, not <laughs> that is not our experience. Yeah. Green bean casserole. Oh yeah, Dude. Yes. And the two. I hate green beans. Two
0: dumbasses are sitting on the other end of the <laughs> couch over there together. Love green beans. Me too. Green it's beans. Like, suck. Oh, so
1: good.
4: People better just get it before I get to it, because I'll eat what's left.
1: Same <laughs> for real. Yeah.
4: That could be a meal by itself. I've done yep. that as a meal. Me by Me too. Itself. <laughs> yes.
1: Recently, I've made it. You could just, recently. You can make myself. it a, just like just what, me.
4: Like yeah, yeah, yep. yes, Mm-mm.
3: yes. Yep. What is that? Like croutons and green beans. No, They're like onions. Onions, yeah, the
1: French so, onions. onions so. Yeah, the French onions, cream of oh. mushroom soup, green beans.
4: It's, yeah, you get the really crunchy See, kind of, yeah, really crunchy kind. See,
1: bacon bacon in mom, oven.
5: my mom would <sighs> do green beans with bacon bits like and vinaigrette.
1: forgot. About Ooh, bacon bits is good in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, but and I can what? definitely have it without bacon bits oh, in, the, in the green with bean casserole. With the, ma-
5: with the well, mac, mac and cheese,
1: too. She makes a oh, 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 hello. Oh, oh, Ooh. oh, oh. It's just bacon. a cameo
6: of the bacon. Yeah. 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 Just, it's I just like, bacon
5: on everything. Bacon
1: on everything. Yeah,
4: I like um, but... getting uh, like asparagus wrapped with bacon. <gasps> oh, that sweet. is good. Ooh, that's a
1: good, good one.
5: Anyway, Thanksgiving sides. We need to go back to Thanksgiving yeah, sides. I yeah. derailed. So, I'm sorry.
1: Who who didn't shout theirs out?
5: Jerry.
2: Jerry and D Oh, the oyster dressing.
1: Ooh, oyster it's like what? like a
2: homemade oyster dressing. Ooh. I never had that. I never had oysters don't We, we were
1: raised us. differently too, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Different family traditions. Uh yeah.
4: Cool. I, you, I think probably the it's not even weird, the probably the weirdest meal we've had for things is like a deep fried turkey. Yeah. What? That's not weird.
7: That's not Yeah, it
4: be like deep the most, frying, yeah. yeah, most people just do the oven cooking, we yeah. just deep fried it. We also did duck one year, duck and turkey. Have you ever done a turkey I was just
6: to that.
0: No, shouldn't play God like that. No.
4: God didn't want that. He would have made them as one being. Yeah. If you he want that. A inside, I, I, a inside,
6: <laughs> a inside a bird, inside a bird. But, Supernatural
0: yeah. had that right.
4: It's like, mm, mm, mm.
1: No, but we rule this planet now. We can make things the yeah. way that we want them to be.
6: Frankenstein, you are a dark and <clears throat> evil god.
1: Yes,
3: I think the best. I think the <laughs> best thing, best way to prepare turkey is just like buy it. And just throw it in the trash. Cause turkey, I hate fucking turkey. <laughs> wow. I love, definitely ham. I'm over a turkey. ham guy. Oh no, yeah. yeah. no, 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 no. give, give, give me that red and meat. You, I don't want that white pussy meat. I want some fucking <laughs> oh,
1: no. red meat. Give me pussy some. Meat. That shit knocks you out nothing there is nothing like a turkey now oh my god I have <laughs> no you
4: know what's knocking you out is you have no daylight okay at this time here <laughs> yeah. you have no fucking daylight yeah. that's Just what's eat.
1: knocking you out not no. that you tell me how like, a turkey Pam. sandwich puts a, a grown man down for it's eight, too eight dry. hours yeah. before their bedtime. too dry for me because you oh. eat
6: like eight plates of it <laughs> No. So then,
0: then you need to switch mm. to dark meat if it's too dry.
4: Well, it's yeah. even still so, that's not as juicy as ham ever. No oh,
3: ham.
5: You use a roll. You put that turkey on there. Some mashed potatoes with some of that gravy, and then you put it back. You know, the other piece of that roll on there, and you make and a that is sandwich. Oh, and sometimes you can throw some of the stuffing in there if you really want to be like
6: bougie. Mm. It's an itty bitty Thanksgiving, and that
4: was Anna been sitting go. here the whole time, everyone.
7: Yeah. Cuz you
1: ever heard her? <laughs> fresh from the cult of cooking.
6: Uh, I, I,
1: boy! I was gonna even. say
6: I like a good stuffing, but I realized after yeah.
7: what that. Like, oh, we all love that's
0: after the meal. <laughs>
7: so that's I'm while I'm, I'm taking my turkey nap. a secret! So uh, did you change
6: it
5: to gravy? <laughs> uh, no, no. Keep
4: that's that on that's side. after the stuffing. So let us know your favorite side down in the comments below. Yeah, for sure. Follow us on Cult Talk Net across the board: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Just it's Cult Talk Net everywhere, life. everywhere you can't miss.
3: Yeah, you're you're hearing this on all the podcast feeds today: Cult Talk, Conspiracy, Cult Allure, and Cult of Campbell. So make sure you go check out the other shows if you're if you haven't yet. We got a lot of cool stuff in Cult Talk Net. Um, If
4: you're listening to us on one of the pod feeds, we can't see comments there really. So come over to the YouTube and let us know where you came from. Yeah, we're going to the YouTube video. Yeah, or message on Instagram. I'm here because called a lore. Here because called a Campbell. Let us know where you're coming from. Oh, that'd be neat. Yeah, come let us know on YouTube where you're coming from. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. That'd be fun.
1: That would be fun, and we would very much appreciate your visit for the holidays. Yes. And thank you guys very much. I am very grateful for you this season, listeners.
0: Yes. Yeah, I hope you guys especially with this. the leaps and bounds we've been we've had we've yeah. been
1: having a fortuitous year this year. We have, and yeah, it's all because of you guys. So thank you.
3: Yeah, we've really grown. We got a lot of cool stuff here. This I never really realized how busy uh, this is probably busy this is busy this last quarter of the year is for us. Oh, oh yeah, with call to Campbell now we have this Thanksgiving event. And then we got. Christmas. You know, Christmas coming up like yeah. we have a shit ton of content from around here this <laughs> last three thank months thank
4: Christ we had another editor help out yeah, oh for sure. Christ takes care of itself yeah, it like, yeah. <laughs> called a
3: camel to get hiatus yeah a lot. I mean yeah. Whew, been a lot of shit
4: I get sleep at night guys it's wonderful <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah. well not anymore it was a goddamn cat scratch me at all hours of the day. Oh, I don't
1: know no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, follow us on all the things. Come, let come talk to us. We're thankful for you. I've been Michael. I've been Eric.
5: I've been Ty. I've been Bailey. I'm Ben.
4: I've
2: got a good stuffing to make.
5: I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving.